Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit hubspeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-peanuts.com. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. to pray for this moment and know it won't slip cause no. I've been knocked down and held back but you know I won't quit Amen. I'm going in they see me growing now they throwing the fix but I'm just reaping what I'm sowing and I'm moaning this shit yes, it's sir. like an omen I've been broken and I'm chosen from Spartacus hit none of targeted right that shade I throw it just like a bouquet now listen I'm the man from Michigan to UK ain't got them all nervous cause I'm surfing on the new way engage my gods that were afraid to rise I'm talking mean and never be a fucking slave to lies Cause we did the impossible and displayed the eyes And my fans say my music really saved their lives Looking at my thought movement is booming But you assume that I fall But I keep on moving and I'm proving to y'all That I'm only human with flaws Better keep on viewing the bars And I got them all scared as shit Better tune in, watch them ruin their draws So give me the pen back Cause y'all been whack, making an impact Then rapping back, better get back Yes, he left, I don't really care how y'all spin that I'ma win that back with a royal flush You cannot foil your lust Break through like all your butt And I give my fans that loyal rush It's a must-see, and it's just a start Trust me, can't hush all I'ma crush that thought on the bones I feel so got goals I'm gonna take some talk On the billboard And I kill for my family And household On the new pack Cause your rap soul Speak up and keep your mouth closed Experimenting these shoes You arrogant and refuse And we choose To walk our own path That's how them G's move Please do Tell me where the budget is Who the fuck is this? Been there, done that I can scratch it off my bucket list I know that you're feeling the irony Building a dynasty Fuck your comments and your nonsense Do you understand what I'm saying? The risen too complex uh, On the ruins in my convex um, Who do I bomb next? They got Deck them convicts. Look at me sending my mom checks. In the mailbox, I gotta sell rocks out to the ninja receiving them royalties. I live by the code of loyalty. Get the fuck out of my face, you annoying me. Oh boy, you be stressful. At the same time, you'll be blessed though. In the press, foe. No reason when you start becoming successful. Let's go. Anybody wanna get a hit with the venom? Motherfuckers better get the run and come with the rhythm that'll make you fall. Be my star, yeah, that's all me. All Why the heck are you salty? Guaranteed it's my fault, B. Apparently you faulty. You hear me? I'm all T. Platinum skill level. Even if I had a billion of a wheel, I'd still get a pill. Met a real devil, chill, fellas, do you feel? Motherfuck that massive gas, put the heel to the pedal. Hello, got the weather roll tight. Monster motherfucker, full light. Everybody's screaming, go light. Let me show you what the show like. All right. All love in here, any sucker knows. I'm here right now, who the fuck pose? Misfit, my star, juggalos. I give them that rush and they love a nose. Vibes, now open your eyes. And notice the lies, the focus disguise, the lowest arise. Listen, you better just focus your lives. Here's a piece of advice, and I hope you use it. Anything you put to your mind, you can do it. I influence you to pursue it. Music, the metamorphosis, and I'ma prove it.
Take a deep breath and let your mind go. Fear these days turned everybody to clones. Take a look around, we lost all control. Got me feeling like I'm the last hope in a world full of people afraid of breaking the mold. I'ma live my truth and speak from my soul. Masses only see what's televised, so the negative has been incentivized. They've been taking shots and I just let them fly. Cause every single day I wake, I feel bulletproof. If you got a problem and got a gun, you should put it to your motherfucking tap on the pull the trigger until it's control. It's about time to get back to basics. Say you on my level, it's exaggeration. It's cap, 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 this shit's graduation. Hundred mil streams and name biz solidified. Still they wanna take my goals and leave them minimized. Crazy what a hater will do to give them a little pride. Go and get you a job. My flow been on the rise. No, I'm making y'all sick, but I just profit off your demise. Y'all not ready for that conversation. Y'all still cool with living life in the matrix. Y'all still cool to send your kids off to school. The programming to work minimum wages. I cannot relate. I just gotta say I'm the one that you cannot indoctrinate. Fuck the sheep, I tell them we are not the same. Y'all in prison to your mind in proper frame. Y'all are gonna miss this shit when I bring up the Truth, they lose interest quick. Took a red pill and been addicted since. Now they thinking the boy worship six, six, six. Like, oh, y'all wanna fuck with Vicente? I run the shit like a 10K. They say you are who you hang with them. Tell them, look at what my friends make Calling a eulogist. I think I died as a past where the human is. I wasn't made in a uterus, bitch. I was made in a government lab with computer chips. Made it from the bottom. I know they waited for me to finish, bitch. I've been the king of my legacy. Never be diminished. Only multiply with the money, so I don't need a vision. Y'all are making some with the way that some other people live and take a fucking look at my team. And you see that we committed. Never take a break. You had a record, you need a minute, still up in the lab And I keep myself in the peak condition, probably why 365 or so lethal with it Cam Nashby, rap veteran athlete, I don't write songs for hoes to get nasty So anybody coming around looking for rap, from left face down in the pool, the great Gatsby Stay classy, hopping in the range, not really cause I'm living with toxin in my veins I'm constantly the range, it's not for me to gauge, but I look around and nobody talks to me the same Hold it, hold it, let me tone it down, I just stumbled onto something so profound Each mill I make it, these bills are raised, so my future self can ball out, oh wow But my vision of paradox, guess a young boss with a millionaire mindset I feel like I'm the main villain, but where's my threats? Cause I ain't seen the fucking skill to compare my yet. It's like this, I just gotta survive and wreck beats. So my buzz probably be gone by next week. Does Ben J still supply the best schemes? The hometown pastors try to molest teams? Oh, jeez, take a look at the green I'm stacking. You don't gotta go online to see my status. And it ain't just me, my team type lavish. Ain't a motherfucking way that we die average now. But I think it's got a hold of me. It's way doper than low dose dopamine. But hopefully, I won't need coke at least. I know for me, that's only like the broken dreams. But no betting on myself ain't been a gamble. Hundred fucking thousand on the Man, who put some fucking shoes into my vodka That's what I got flying off the handle And I'm thinking it's time for innovation But they looking at me like I'm an abomination Know that everybody else is primed I'm getting faded so I listen to my whole lines For motivation and proceed to write like this And watch all of your fans go buy my shit There was a time when I sang for the love The fame is a drug and I'm fiending to find my fix You little bitch, uh So volatile, flow been phenomenal Chrome man in your brain like close pins and follicles To find a fucking beat that I won't rip Impossible, your whole click coming to roast bin is comical Now they hoping I see my peak But still the fan base growing The reach run deep with just me and epidemics, team complete, so get to running for your life and the beast unleashed. Oh, oh, check the resume, dog. If I get any 
focus and make sure I'm never wack. I'm just here doing my job and you already know that. Now when night go in, you can't duplicate it. See you sitting outside, always knew you hated. In my zone, only coming down to fumigate it. Lock them dead with the sound that's never too debated. Motherfucker, they know when I go in, it's over. Motherfucker, they know when I go in, it's over. Oh, oh, check the resume, dog. If I get any closer, when I go in, you scared. When I go in, gonna do what I told you. Drowned until I feel alright. 
I keep drinking till I'm someone I don't recognize I got wasted, I got wasted Cause I didn't wanna deal with myself tonight My thoughts get drowned until I feel alright I keep drinking till I'm someone I don't recognize I got wasted, I know I need to quit I gotta do better to these kids Cause they watching when I'm there But I'm scared Cause I've been chasing the man that I am When I start to drink He's cocky, confident, and he don't give a damn what you think This world is beating me down And it's pushed me right to the brink I take a shot every time Because man, it helps me escape I'm taking care of these people But no one takes care of me I wanna talk to somebody But I feel no one I've lost my way, I'm having battles with faith It's painted right on my face I hope better times are coming No chase, but I'm still running I gotta take control And I won't stop on nothing Dear God, this is my test Promise that I do my best Just help me with this pain I feel and pressure that is I got wasted Cause I didn't wanna deal with myself tonight My thoughts get drowned Until I feel alright Till I'm someone I don't recognize I got wasted I got wasted Cause I didn't wanna deal with myself tonight My thoughts get drowned Until I feel alright I keep drinking till I'm someone I don't recognize I got wasted I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. 
The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new. Connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Fuck them cops that to kill us both To get us to stop I said dance baby Don't you dare stop Gotta shake that ass I ain't Michael J. Fox And a dance baby Fuck them cops that have to kill us both To get us to stop You got damn right She ain't the same Dancing like she already came High on life and a little cocaine You just bad you couldn't pay for a name She bounced that ass Dance like she know life's moving too fast So bounce it's like you know tonight could be our last So dance, baby, don't you dare stop Gotta shake that ass like Michael J. Fox And a dance, baby Fuck them cops, they have to kill us both To get us to stop I said dance, baby, don't you dare stop Gotta shake that ass like Michael J. Fox And a dance, baby Fuck them cops, they have to kill us both To get us to stop Jack! 
uprising when the dead crawling out the grave is a surprise. Going off though, invade your gang with the bang a rang, and I fuck it all up like I'm Yoko Ono. Pour no flow, 
watch you spit the grown folks. Chappelle show ho, leave your kids at home though. Cold chamber moves, you can bet me loco. Put some grease in my palm and apply the choco. Like the popo, aim and squeeze. Head, shoulders, brains, knees. I put a motherfucker down like a dog spot. Robert Mange, please. You gon' pay for this. I got no place for this. Don't dig no grave for this. Shuff me in the great furnace. Something is making me feel up the second we taking me, breaking me, picking the bone. The thing is awakening me, yakity, yakity, bangingly, taking me, leave me alone. Pick up the phone, clickety, clickety, nickety, picking these bugs off my dome. Licking me, sucking me, sucking me, fucking me. Life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Something is making me feel up the second we taking me, breaking me, picking the bone. The thing is awakening me, yakity, yakity, bangingly, taking me, leave me alone. Let's pick up the phone, clickety, clickety, nickety, picking these bugs off my dome. The slicking me, sucking me, sucking me, fucking me. Life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. The me, sucking me, sucking me, fucking me. Life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Licking me, sucking me, sucking me, fucking me. Life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Licking me, sucking me, sucking me, fucking me. Life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Pick up the phone, clickety, clickety, nickety, picking these bugs off my dome. You acting dumb, fucking me, sucking me, life is a business, exactly what you have become. Me, suck on me, suck on me, fucking me, life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Look at me, suck on me, suck on me, fucking me, life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Look at me, suck on me, suck on me, fucking me, life is a bitch, you won't leave me alone. Pick up the phone, clickety, clickety, nickety, picking these bucks off my dome. Started this shit from the bottom, I've come pretty far, but I've never forgotten. This isn't the end, this is just the beginning. 
missing Down in the game, I'm torn with the history I'm not repeating again, are you listening? It's a both of my hands are blistering Had an epiphany, after the misery Breaking up like in the field of distillery Heart was sickening Everybody told me that I should give up Every time you fall, you gotta get up Everybody fails, I keep my chin up Never gonna fail, that was a hiccup How you want people to look at your legacy? You what you love when your life is your destiny If I'm not living my life, it's the death of me I ain't the enemy, I ain't the energy I'm getting ready for breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. 
Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. If you would like to sponsor this part of the show, contact us at therebelconiswatching.com. Gmail.com. Gmail.com. What up, y'all? Welcome to Rebelcon Radio. We're live. Hello. We're here. It's Monday. It's Monday. Happy 314 day. Well, I wouldn't go into too much just yet because we're not YouTube live. We should be. Are we? We going to do that live on the YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna unmute it. Gotcha. Um, what's the damn whatever? Where's what the damn whatever? What, what's, where, hit the button. But it is Monday. Huh? What? You made me look at the board. I was like, wait, what? What, what? did I do? I don't know. Did I forget Ruse Mike again? Damn. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Tonight on the show we got Blase Rose. Yeah. That's right. Everyone's been clamoring for it since she uh, made a surprise appearance on our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, well, when are you guys going to actually talk to her? Well, tonight. Tonight. That would be tonight. Yes. Tonight. Ain't Under, nobody asked that shit, man. All the people do. All the people, Rue. You guys ask that. Yeah, you guys listening. All the people do That's what that. I'm saying. Why yeah. don't you stay on your side of the curtain, Rue? <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck that curtain. <laughs> stay over there. Real quick before we get into anything, I'd like to say happy heavenly birthday to my mama. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mama Roo. Good show. And, I mean, it was, then had to get all quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it I don't know what to do with my mouth. It's like, uh. I mean,. What do we do? Yay. Happy birthday. Mama Roo. She's tuned in. That she is. This is probably the best she's felt in years. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it's 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 Pi Day. It's if, if you're uh anywhere outside of where we live, that's like a math equation. Or yes. it's the delicious treat. Um but here it's three one four day, which is our area code. Yes. Um so we represent St. Louis. We actually have a Super dope St. Louis t-shirt. Nice. Um, it's been available all the time. but The whole time. But you can get it today. Or any day. But today would be the day to wear it. So if you don't have one today, now's the time to buy one so you'll have it ready for next year. That is true. It's got that St. Louis cityscape on it. We made it about four years ago. That's very nice. <laughs> it was. I had to go find It's been buried in, find the, the, ad. in but the, it's the store. You can go get it. But it's um, still fresh. But I had my Emo's pizza. It's still fun to be around. I had some toasted ravioli. Nice. I, I was so St. Louis. And I brought yeah, I brought you guys presents. <gasps> Yay! I brought presents. So for, hold on. I, I like gotta, presents. I got a couple of things. First up, since it's pie day, I brought everybody a pie. Ah, hell yeah. I was going to buy actual pie. <laughs> but then I was like, I don't know. It's just too much. It's a lot of pie. So I got a box of actual little mini snack pies. Well, thank you. I mean, you. that's the same thing. Well, yeah, but I'm saying I was going to buy like a whole pie. And I'm like, oh, we got to cut it and do all that. So there's a pie for you. Get your pie. There's a pie for you. Everybody gets pies. Um, thank you. There's a pie for me. Little oh, that's a cute pies. little mini pie. Thank you, Pete. 
Thank You're you. Welcome, man. It's, it's you so know, nice. It's day. And then, so this has nothing to do with Pi Day. I was going to bring these anyway. I got everybody a Twinkie. Oh, is that the, the like the rainbow unicorn one or whatever? Twinkie for you. I like Twinkies. And a Twinkie for you. He said unicorn rainbow thing. I'm a little worried. I don't know if I should t- tell you what it is. Should I tell you in advance what it is or should you just eat it? I'm just going to eat it. I mean, you want me to throw up on air? I, that would be well, probably better. I, doing I right did now. a food review on them. So. Well, I'm going to eat it. But yeah, I want you guys to eat oh, it. God, but I'm hold on. I got, a, I got one more. You ain't uh, supposed to eat it yet. I'm not eating I'm smelling it. Oh, you can all right, I'm gonna eat it. But I got you a beverage because I told you I didn't. I forgot them last week. So here's God, your Coca-Cola good. Zero Sugar Starlight. God, this smells so fucking. Here's good. Here's your man. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Thank Starlight. Thank you, sir. And it's I so don't much, like and those it's chilled. at all. Yeah, I don't. Which like one those don't, at all. don't you like? You I don't like the Coca-Cola. Okay. We talked about it last week, but you so don't remember. What is this oh, exactly? Man. It's space flavored. <laughs> but in my, you want know, my honest opinion because I did a food review. Or a drink review, if you will. It tastes like Diet Coke with like a hint of raspberry at the end. Okay. I don't like Diet Coke, so there's a reason I don't like it. But I feel like now I realize Diet Coke has a distinct flavor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why you don't. <laughs> he ate that Twinkie's gone. <laughs> that body man murdered that Twinkie. <laughs> I almost didn't want to give them to you because I enjoy them so that much. That shit is so right. I don't even like Twinkies, bro, and I devour them things. And the only time Diet Coke tastes good is I'll tell you, you know what it is? I want Rue to eat his first. He hasn't even opened it. I think it, I, I mean, it's open. If it's what I think it is, I've seen the box. I haven't, but I haven't had them. Well, it's not is. Rainbow Unicorn like you guessed. Oh, okay. It's not that. I mean, I already is it, it's not like, like a, it's like a berry almost. Like a berry raspberry something. What do you think the flavor is, Ruin? Do you like it? I think I should hold off on this Coca-Cola because my taste buds have been tainted. Tainted love. That's a peep flavored fucking yeah. Twinkie. That's I mean that's kinda close. Do what it kinda smelled like when I first opened it. <laughs> It's a cotton candy. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Limited edition cotton candy Twinkies. Yeah, I, I like that. That's good. I hate Twinkies, and I think it's delicious. But I was talking about it on the way here because I was like, oh, I'm bringing them this. And I was like, if you don't like the cotton candy flavor, it could go bad real quick because the consistency of that goo is almost like toothpaste. It is a yeah. little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can see that. It's way thicker than what I expected, but it's, does it taste good? It's fine. It's close. I, I don't know if it's quite spot on a cotton candy. It's more like a berry flavor to me, but I mean, it, when you say cotton candy, it's a cotton candy flavor, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see that, but yeah. that's not what I would initially think. I would think it's more like a, you know, like berry filling or like a, like a raspberry or something like that. Raz, raspberry. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. What up, Michael Corbett? What up, Mister Ohio? Different. Got your bloody brothers in the mail today. That's what's up. I'm waiting on mine still. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Bloody buddies. I'm gonna eat this pie though, since we're, everybody's eating. I feel left out. Well, thank you. I enjoy uh, that you brought me uh, gifts. Yeah. I, I was I was concerned that you would eat them or not because some days you're on a diet, some days you're not. No, nah, I'm just kind of winging it, you know. But I was going to bring you like, some sodas because we talked about them last week, and I'm not going to fucking drink them. I've been all. holding <laughs> off on getting it to try it because I know that you said you. I want to. I still want to try the one that has sugar in it. 
Yeah. But I just want a single, you know what I mean? I bought a whole fucking 10-pack of them little bitches. I made Grape Joe drink one. <coughs> I had another one. I drink two of them. It's not like rancid. It just... You know, the only thing that Diet Coke even tastes good with is Limon liquor. That Limon fucking yeah. uh, Bacardi Limon. Mm-hmm. Tastes like fucking Man, I forgot fruit. about that. Tastes like Fruit Loops, bro. What's that shit we used to drink all the time? When? What are the shots you make with that? With the Limon? Mm-hmm. I just drink the fuck out of it. It's like Limon, Red Bull, and something else. Bazooka Joe or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it is? Yeah. God, that shit was good. I just drank the hell out of that shit. Them shits were good. Why didn't I have one of them in like eight years? Why did I even forget that even existed until just now? Shit, I guess I'm going to get me one Friday. Damn. <laughs> what do you think over there? No one can see you, so he yeah, just that, but I'm, 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 I'm analyzing while you no, ta- no. are talking. Um. Uh, I, I get what you're saying, and I agree that it does kind of taste more like a Diet Coke rather than Coke Zero um, with, like, a berry. Oh. Um, I know what it's supposed to taste like, you know, the, the whole space thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I get that. It almost tastes like they added the, the flavoring from the filling from the Twinkie into the, the Coke. Huh? Well, yeah. that's probably just because it's still in your mouth. No, I, I, I drank some water, and I tried to get it out as much as possible. But yeah, I tell you what that that Edison's mini apple pie was much better than I thought it was going to be. That's next. That shit was really good. It's not a special flavor, but it's I'm like the perfect it. size too. Like normally, I I like those things, but they're yeah. pretty big and they, they get messy. Yeah, that's pretty good. Enjoy it. There you go. Sorry, I didn't bring treats for everybody, but we have merchandise available if you guys want a treat. Anybody who buys uh, merch today, if you buy something today. From any of our websites, except for the the one that I don't have any control over, uh, the Teespring one, I'll throw in a, a pie for you. <laughs> so, everyone will get a, a Edelman's apple pie in with your uh, order if you order today. All right, let me try this. <laughs> you just make noise, at least. There's noise. I don't want that. Get out I got a pie in my mouth. <laughs> pie five. Almost just drooled. Smells like a Coke. Nothing special. It smells like a Coke. It tastes like a Coke. It yeah. must be a Coke. You put the lime in the Coke. Cannot. I taste exactly like space. Does it? No. Oh. It's gritty. I mean, you don't know, do you? It's gritty, just like oh, it. I know for a fact you've never been to space. Are you sure? Pretty darn sure. And even the closest you've been to space, I bet you didn't like taste it. I mean, bro, I was kidnapped by aliens once. Oh, there yeah. it is. Could well, have been last night. But how? How was I kidnapped? Yeah. Well, it they was just like ship. beam you up. Yeah. So you didn't you see what from here to their ship. You didn't actually stay taste space. I mean, they threw me out in the fucking. You may have tasted what an alien tastes like. They threw me out in the space. And Did even, they? even so, and it sucked me back into the ship. The oh. space that they're basing this flavor off of is Where the center of our galaxy. <laughs> or what? What did they suck you back into the ship? <laughs> I can't tell you. Holy cow! It's very, very carbonated. That's a soda. <laughs> no, I mean I, I feel like it's. I think it's way more carbonated than like a regular Coke. I'm upset that they're trying to pass this as Coke Zero. It's like this is not. 
I don't know if they're doing that or if it's just well, zero sugar. Well, that's Coke it Zero. It seems like a lot of companies are just kind of getting away from the diet and just calling it everything without sugar and Coke, calling it Zero. Yeah. But people just start with it. But the Coke Zero tastes way better than Diet Coke. Does it? Like, it's different. It tastes different. Yeah, Diet Coke gross. Yeah, Diet Coke is fucking gross. But Coke Zero is fucking delicious. I mean, it definitely does have like a brown-red color to it. Yeah. It's not too bad. Not something that I'd pick up on a regular basis unless maybe they have a regular... Then I might try that. But I feel like the berry flavor, the the space flavor, is not, it's very faint. It tastes better after I had my mouth coated with the Inamin pie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Flavor combinations. Flavor, we like flavor. Um, I mean, it's a fun concept. Um, and yeah, Burp. Hey, I, I, it's limited edition. I, I mean, I don't understand why they, why this is a thing. Like, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Like either. what? Like, I, I'm well. I can't search up anything right now. I'll have to look it up on my phone. Like, there's a lot of flavors in the world that you can come up with. That are not like a strawberry cola, starlight, orange like, cola, yeah, it's a strange uh, a root beer cola, chocolate cola. Oh, that'd be good. That might be good. You never had chocolate cokes when you were a kid. Uh, I feel like I have. I, that just makes me think of YooHoo. I remember when Fago had a chocolate soda, and that shit was bomb as hell. It's like chocolate cream pie soda. Wally sells Fago apparently. I haven't been in there yet, but I was told. Well. So I haven't been in there yet either. So if you're looking to buy I, I This place has been fucking packed ever since it opened. I went to the original Wally's, me and Grape Joe. Well, that opened there. up Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah, no, I've seen it a million times. Is that place closed? No. Oh, okay, well. Then I should have stopped in at like fucking midnight. According to Google, uh, it's a new marketing strategy that is designed to reach the Gen Z age group through packaging designs, culturally relevant expressions, and creative collaborations. Jesus Christ. So basically, they're just going to start making up random shit and making fancy, fun packaging and going, (laughs) hey, it's for kids now. (laughs) So instead of taste the rainbow, they're like, taste the stars. Right. It's like let's get let's get uh, interplanetary. There you go, intergalactic Coca Cola, Nitro Pepsi. What is that? You're lucky I'm even drinking this because I I refuse to buy a Coke product. What the fuck is? Yeah. But since it was given to me, I will try. What? That's what's up. Um, Pepsi's coming out with a nitrogen infused cola. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I think what does that's, that mean? That's it's cold? No, they just instead of using carbonated air or CO two or whatever they use for the carbon um, carbonation, they're just using nitrogen instead. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a gimmick. That's just like you go into the, sh- the, the dealership and going, "You want to put nitrogen in your tires? You know, it'll it'll give you better gas." Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime, because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty. A life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McGrim is back. 
Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac and get another for a dollar or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raising Cane's. Warm up with cooked-to-order chicken fingers, crispy crinkle-cut fries, Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Mileage and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just fucking air. Well, since we're talking about food and carbonation, bro, I don't know if you guys have tried this yet. Shameless product promotion for Walmart. Walmart has their new line of uh, sparkling water. I fucking hate sparkling water. Every single one of these I've tried is fucking delicious. Like, this is strawberry. They got cotton candy. They got fucking peach. They got red, white, and blue pop, which is basically like a fago firework. Mm-hmm. Except for there's no fucking sugar. There's no calories. There's no caffeine. There's no fucking nothing in it. Aldi's has the same uh, same one. So good. Um, maybe different flavors, but they have the same bottle, same look, and everything. It's, so oh, it's probably comes from the same good, factor. Though. The clear, ones from Aldi's are just clear dead. American. Clearly, it's a ripoff of clearly Canadian because it's clear American. Yeah, only better. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's good. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot less soda ever since I discovered these. Yeah, because it's like I'm drinking Which is a good. soda. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. I, w- I wish I had caffeine in it. <laughs> Let me get caffeinated water, bro. What's the problem here? This is America. Put some caffeine in my water. I mean, that would be called coffee. Yeah, but I want it to taste like water. I want it to taste like nothing. <laughs> well, just water the fucker down. Big swig. What up, House of Id? What up, Anonymous? What up, Grape Joe? They have uh, Mio's that have caffeine in them. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, what up? What's going on? What's going on? A bunch of ICP stuff's going on. Yeah. The insane clown posse. Um, what are they doing? Those people have been crazy guys. About it. So obviously they got the Twitch channel going. Uh, if you guys aren't subscribed, you should. Uh, a lot of freshness going on over there. They just Fresh. did the uh, slideshow spectacular. They had a JCW wrestling event on the Crowfoot tonight. They're doing the uh, Jam Exam where they go over every song on Carnival of Carnage and like tell behind the scenes stories and stuff. That's fun. Oh, so they're making things up again. Well, that's what you do when you. Make up your own TV program. So the reason why we have the people on that we have is because we have a different story for everybody we've had on. Yeah. Uh, but they've been, they're announcing some stuff. Uh, so if you, I don't know if you know. If a lot of people know. Some people know. Violet J is about to turn 50. 50. 50 years old next month. And uh, they're throwing a big concert going down, I think, April 28th. Does he know about it? No, yeah, well, he's the one that announced it. <laughs> but they did, I, or, sorry, they announced it's going to happen. They didn't announce when. I mean, they did say April 28th, but we don't know where or who or what. Happy birthday. But uh, he did say he's going to, like, he's going to curate the entire event with music he enjoys. And uh, and then Insane Clown Posse will perform to celebrate Violet J's birthday. So if you guys want to know about that we'll let you know when we know more but it's supposed to be going down april 28th happy birthday happy birthday and then uh next month as well st andrews hall probably somewhere i would assume yeah they're also going to be releasing uh the violent j solo project part two walking home tuesday some more information on that one next month he just finished it up with uh, kuma so that's pretty cool. Ooh, they're right. going to have a backpack with this one, too? Uh, I don't believe so. It's supposed to be part of the board game, and there's supposed to be vinyl with it. 
Obviously, they haven't announced all the details yet. Or you can get that for $107. Are these the EPs that are so. like 400 117 yeah. No. $117. Uh, and then, man, I don't know if you guys remember, back in June of last year, after 20 years of not talking about it, okay, the Insane Clown Posse announced that they were going to go back to the side project they had announced 20 years prior, the Bloody Brothers. Mm-hmm. Which was originally, which was like their idea, and then they kind of pawned it off on Boondocks when he came around. Um, so they could make fun of him. Yeah. Right. So back in June, when when they did the Hootenanny Hoedown, mm-hmm. they announced that Patreon members would receive the first ever single from the Bloody Brother bleh, Bloody Brothers project that they're actually going to put out. Uh-huh. Um, well, no one, that didn't happen. Okay. So this week... People's mailboxes started lighting up with <gasps> the first ever single from the Bloody Brothers. Oh, shit. Nice little surprise. Like, oh, no. It's 20 plus years of the making. Anyway. Well, I want you guys to hear it. So I know I know you guys haven't heard it yet, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited because you guys haven't heard it. I A lot of people have heard it already. I know you, I knew you guys hadn't. But here's the thing. I, I, I got to precursor this. I want to go back. There's an old interview where they talked about this. Like I said, this was announced almost 20 years ago oh, or okay. over 20 years ago. Um, the idea, hold on, I'm going to pull this up. Where is it? So, the Bloody Brothers consists of Violent J, Shaggy, and Mikey Clark. This is the original idea. I don't believe Mikey Clark had anything to do with this. I I don't know for sure, but I'm, I, I don't believe so. All right. Um, you know it hasn't been said yes or no, but I assume not. Unless it's like an old beat or something. Uh, so, this says the concept is Shaggy, J, and Mike dress up as three crazy inbred hillbilly brothers. They were dirty ass, old, oh, dusty overalls, splattered in blood. Their hands, they wear big-ass, thick, black rubber gloves and carry around big, sharp-ass farming tools drenched in blood. Like pitchforks, rusty sickles, big axes, shit like that, to hide our faces and wear... This is... I'm, like, reading this shit word for word of how he said it. Scary-ass cloth masks over their head to make them look like scarecrows. Uh, tied down with thick rope. That was the idea for how they look. So, the idea was three scarecrow serial killer hillbillies that walk around slaughtering hundreds of people. The Bloody Brothers. And they said the idea was they were going to have like voice effects on their vocals. Shaggy was going to have a squeaky ass little wild hillbilly. And Jay was going to be the big, deep voice, big, ruthless hillbilly. And uh, just adding a whole nother level to the horror. And they'd have like haystacks on stage. And it was going to be Bloody Louie and Bloody Larry. Uh, they were going to be the scariest rap crew ever. Right? So this is like. 20 years in the making, they had this idea. It Why sounds are you trying cool to hype this up, bro? Because I want you to hear it. So I mean, it just sounds because like... if it doesn't live up to the hype... There is no might. hype. To me, it just sounds like they just want to be stereo... A reason to be stereotypically Well, and that was ignorant. from... I'm saying that was from like 20 years ago. Well, I know. I've, I've heard them do their stereotypical redneck... Ooh, hoot, nanny, hoot, down, blah, 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 blah. You know, like they... Yeah. It, the they, fuck was that? But you're thinking like that's that's <laughs> them. I don't. So my opinion, like hearing that, I'm thinking this is like gonna be some crazy ruthless. You know, the, like, at the end of that one Boondock song, dark. they're like, "We're going to the Hoot Nanny Ho down." You know, the, right, right. that Wicked that. P said they thought the song was right. good. So there it's you go. Well, various. I'm gonna play it for you guys. If you guys are tuned in on YouTube, I'm, it's gonna, I'm gonna, it's, gonna it's gonna mute out. Okay. So if you want to hear it, head over to <laughs> RebelCountRadio.com. Sorry, YouTube. Yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna. Right, actually, can I? Oh, no, that won't work. Yeah, it would. That would work. What? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do something fancy. you do crazy. Well, I'm going to pl- play it without muting. 
the mics. How are you, how are you doing that? Because I'm going to play it through here but not turn it on. Like when we hear the guests. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 you can do that. That'll be fun. So, so the music, you guys won't be able to hear the music, but we'll be able to talk over it. So that way it'll be uh, whatever. So they're not going to hear so, what we're talking about. But if you guys want to hear it, you know, anybody, anyone else is going to, everyone else is going to hear it. The million of people that listen to the audio version of the show will hear it. How are they going to hear it? No, they're not going to hear it either. They're so not going to hear it. Yeah, fuck you, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. I was trying to help out YouTube, but. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody else will hear it. All the audio listeners are we here. Really YouTube. talk over it? No, we don't have to, but YouTube's going to be muted, but we'll be back. I don't want to get yelled at by Ru, so I'm not going to talk in over just it. just a second. I mean, so, if, so it, here, if, if it, it sucks, sucks it sucks, right? Come on, folks. Oh, what the, really? The most deadliest killer rappers around. Here we go. Probably isn't a good idea in today's culture. I mean, it wasn't even that funny back then when they announced it. But why would they do that if you know they have songs like "Oh Fuck Rednecks" and "Rebel Flag," right? And then they want to be that. Like this is something you record just fucking around in the studio. You don't release it. Yeah, you just fuck around in in the studio. But just because you recorded it doesn't mean you gotta put it out. Like I haven't even gotten to the, the lyricism. Like I haven't even done the judgment on it. Like it's like wow. And I don't, I don't even have a soft spot for like rednecks and shit like that. But it's like. Tell no lies, that's why I trapped her, kidnapped the fight, slept the hole and snatched on her gas. 
YouTube, you should feel grateful because this is terrible. Oh, they can't hear me either? Oh, you just won't be back. Oh, you're next to me right now. You're welcome for not being able to hear this. Yeah, you're welcome. Can they still hear me? Or did you mute it again? Yeah. If we're talking over it, it's probably fine. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how hard the fucking copyright on this is gonna hold on YouTube, but is, is it, this could be considered like hate speech. If they posted this on Facebook, they're gonna get locked up <laughs> for bullying. If you played a redneck in a movie, it wouldn't be this cringe. I think they're they're going like, where's the voice effects? I'm not getting any of the stuff that they said. Now, if they would have, if they would have been like, we're gonna play. Hillbilly rednecks, you know, yeehaw! Like, we're gonna do voice effects and come in with some fucking auto tune, and we're like, we're EDM redneck fucking, you know, killers and shit. And it's like, well, yeah, it's like, alright, well, that's a unique concept. But this is exactly what I expected. There you go. Alright, now I can see that being like something fun. But that's something you do when you're drunk at 3 a.m. in the fucking morning and in the studio fucking around. And don't share that out to anybody because it's not that good. Sorry about being muted like that, YouTube. Sorry. But, uh, I, I unmuted it a little bit for y'all, but we're, we're here. We're there. That's one, I, uh, Trust me, you guys didn't miss much. You can check it out. Finger Lovers posted it on their YouTube page. I mean, I ain't even trying to hate on it, but Jesus, fuck. No, it's not good. I, I didn't think, even think about the stuff you guys are talking about. I just like, think it's cringe, man. It's almost considered like hate speech. Yeah, see, that shit never crossed my mind. Just I just thought about the song in general is just not good. I mean, it's not good, but like, <laughs> like it, I, I mean, it. it's like here, let's be as stereotypically insulting as possible, and we're gonna call it a fun little group. You I know? just thought it was gonna be wicked. I thought it was gonna be like dark, like Boondocks, but like you know what I mean, like but like like ICP doing Boondocks. Boondocks is country. Yeah, like he's from the south, he's Georgia, but he doesn't like make fun. I think he and did that, like one song where he was like, you know, basically making fun of himself. Like, hey, come on down, we're gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, but generally, it's like dark. You know, like shit in the woods. Well, like, they wanted. That's what I thought this. I thought this was gonna be like Blair. I'm pretty sure they've even said like Blair Witch type shit. You know what I mean? Like, we're fucking crazy serial killers in the woods. Like crazy redneck killer because that shit's scary that could be better but they're trying to go so stereotypical with fucking it. joke it was silly it was silly it wasn't scary it wasn't any of that you know what you do with that cd you walk it right outside to the trash can lift open the lid throw that motherfucker in there and slam the lid shut and haul it off to the curb for the fucking trash man to pick it that's up. what i did with them twinkie cereals man. <laughs> what the fuck yeah i don't know man like, i was hyped for it i was like oh that's gonna be cool but I expected it. I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be silly. It was. Exactly. And I, I hope. Like I hope that's not what the project. I hope that was. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime, because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. 
Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac and get another for a dollar or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba da ba ba ba. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Like something they were gonna do for the Hoot Nanny because it that makes sense in the concept of one hundred percent the Hoot Nanny hoedown. Like, all right, we'll make a silly, ridiculous thing in the Hoot Nanny hoedown, and that yeah, was it. Would, if they would have played it there, that would have been. It was supposed perfect. to come out there. It was supposed to be for. So if that's what it is, and it's just fucking a year late, and then they do an actual Bloody Brothers project where it's like serious and just like dark, wicked. You know what I mean? Like if Insane Compost he put on like Scarecrow mask and went into the fucking woods and then made music, that's what I expected. Like they could come out as you know, not not as Insane Compost. They can come out as these characters, but they don't have to go yeehaw and ding down. Yeah. I'm gonna go get my mama and I'm gonna love this pig and no. go ding down my like, back. <laughs> yeah. That was like, pretty much no fucking slow. Yeah. Like and uh, when nobody ever even talks about like or, or, or like yeah, fucking like I, delivering I, shit. Like get over here, boy. Like that type of redneck type. I of shit. always I I always. Hey, bro, and then just start that CD and somebody might be more hardcore than the fucking actual track. Right? <laughs> like, I expected it to be, like, scary and shit, man, and it's just not. Yeah, the way you hyped it up, that's why I was like, well, that's why I wanted to, because I know you guys didn't remember when, because that's what they kind of said it was a long time ago. Right. That's not what we got. <laughs> 100% is not what you got. And it's, I even saw somebody else, somebody else's thought, like, you know, obviously people had their idea of what this group would be because nobody knew what it was. So I thought it was like I said, and I saw somebody else was like, "Oh, I thought it was going to be like, like wicked shit, but with like fucking like uh, Memphis like three six mafia type beats and just, like almost like trap." I was like, "That would have been fucking sick too." Like any other thing would have been dope. Not to to rehash the old beefs and stuff, but all I'm getting is just remnants of like, you know, oh, we brought on Fruit Pie the Magician just to make fun of him. Oh, we brought on these guys just to make fun of him. Oh, we brought on Boondocks just so we could have a redneck guy on our fucking label to make fun of him. And now they're doing their own shit. Like they're they're doing it as their own group. That's all I'm getting. Not that they're making fun of Boondocks right now. Like I'm just saying that, like when they're on some of his tracks, and they're in, uh, which if I was Boondocks, I'd have been pissed about that back then. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I would have been like, "Are you serious right now? Like you're wanting me to be the scarecrow, and you're coming on my track acting like that? Like you're, you're <laughs> we're going to do Hootenanny Go on I'll t- tell you one positive thing about this track. The positive thing about this track, it makes the fucking ding ding doll f- phenomenal. <laughs> that's what that. That's for, what that just. I did. forgot about that doll's ding ding. <laughs> the ding ding doll song is phenomenal compared to this. I I get that they're trying to do a fun group, but it's like you don't have to be ignorant with it. Yes, I mean, I, I don't mean. even give a shit about that because like I don't get offended by nothing. But I'm not offended. It's it, just it's cringe <laughs> to me. Like you know. Like the whole idea, like the way they pumped it up, was nothing like what. I mean, this isn't the '90s anymore. You know, the '80s when you know you could get away with it and it's funny and it's not like you know old hat at that point. 
It's still, I mean, it's, it's still funny. It's still the nineties to me. I, it's funny. That was like the second time I listened to it. I enjoyed it more the second time. <laughs> but you can't be serious. I enjoy the Tom Pettiness of it. The Tom Pettiness. Of it. I'm but, free. <laughs> free that, that falling. Is you definitely can't be serious with. I mean, that you can't take that serious at all. Yeah. No, it's fun and silly. I, I didn't like it because it was because of that. That's the, you know what I mean. I and it was goofy, and I wanted it to not be that. And they could have at least like made their own shit with it. Why you got to steal other people's shit? I mean, I know do that's redneck hoe like but... twenty more times. I can get done with that, <laughs> right? <laughs> that shit's got the cunt, and I, but I like it. You know what I mean? The round up your boys and your head down south. You know what I mean? Like that shit's dope, right? Find a redneck hoe and put your dick in her mouth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That shit was dope, but this was. Just, I mean, like, yeah, I said, I'm not. That's, that's a 3 a.m. drunk as a motherfucker in a studio just clowning. That's around. what it maybe, sounded maybe like. That's what it, maybe that's what it was. I mean, that's how Riders was created. They were and, never supposed to release that, and they did because it was dope. And then it became a whole fucking thing. Well, this on the other and like you said, they made, made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Maybe the, I wish we had. I honestly wish we had. Like, we need like uh, a young juggalo guy that we call upon sometimes <laughs> you know what I'm saying like where's Shade Heck at you know what I mean that dude's like 15 or something right and he's like I mean like new juggalos are different cause maybe oh I get that I'm sure old juggalo there was no old juggalos when we were young juggalos but no we were we, we are the old juggalos <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying like they might have liked Redneck Ho or something they'd have been like oh, I don't know about that one or what you know the, well, shit that, clearly, the shit that we thought was silly back then clearly these new kids don't like any of the old the first set of Joker's cards that's why they changed up and had to make a fucking second and a third set and a fourth if you will but I yeah, lost. I don't count. know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They haven't even said anything about it. Like all of a sudden, it just showed up. Started showing up in people's mailboxes. Maybe they. <laughs> it's never been like reannounced. No one's ever mentioned. Maybe anything shit, about it, Maybe so. they didn't want it released, and then somebody was like, "Hey, we got well, this box of that, CDs over well, here with all the addresses." Good, that could be good marketing on their part. Like, hey, let's just mail it out to everybody that yeah. signed up for this. Yeah. And let's see what their feed is off of it. Yeah. You know. And maybe it's something like maybe they're they're gonna get i maybe it's something they're wanting to get ideas from. It That's why be. they don't talk about it. Let's just like, let's just do an unreleased release. You let's know? just well, like it's something we've been talking about for a long time. Let's see how they react to this version of it. And if they hear everybody like, oh god, this is not oh, what it's we just want. Like the Sonic the Hedgehog. They're gonna be like, that was a joke, y'all. Here's the real one. It's gonna yeah, like so, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, in the history of music, no artist has ever. Drop something out there just to see, just to give it a test to see what kind of comments or how people would react to us to a song. I mean, they, they nobody's done that. I mean, not mm-hmm. not as a focus group, but they, I mean, they they do release projects without mm-hmm. saying it. He's like being it was, sarcastic, don't I? <laughs> I was saying like he was being sarcastic. Yes, they have. They all they all do it. All right, but yeah, uh, maybe who knows. I think it's weird. It's definitely not what anybody expected in a bad way. I mean, old boy said he thought it wasn't it wasn't that bad. So, I mean, he might be a younger fella. Maybe. A younger juggalo. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But it is what it is. Uh, I mean, it's definitely different. But, bro, if I had that shit, like, if that shit came on in the car on the fucking radio, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'll throw it out. I couldn't right? find the skip button fast enough. Yeah, like take me back to fucking Ritz, man. Ritz, y'all should have called Ritz. Ritz did it. He did Dear Rebecca. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. Dear Rebecca, I knew you were gonna start singing it. When you coming home, you have to sing it. 
You don't. You can't even listen to Bloody Brothers. You have to sing to Rebecca. We'll be together. Some shit. But hey, man, that's okay. If you guys don't like it, you don't like it. Because guess what? Light just dropped a brand new full-length fucking album. Ooh. Stevie Stone put his first ever independent record up for pre-order right now. I got a question. Ouija Max got an album for pre-order. Hex, the new artist on Chapter 17, has got a record for pre-order. All kinds of shit popping off in the underground. What's your question? What label did Light's album come out of here? Monstar ENT. So that's his label? Yes, sir. Okay. Metamorphosis out now know, on all streaming platforms. I know we talked about it before, but I just wanted to make it's dope. sure. If you ain't been listening, you should. There's a track on there. I wanted to play that for y'all because I know you ain't heard it too. It's on the playlist, but I hope it just comes up. But there's a fuck that track on there that's got everybody on it. You remember me announcing that when yeah. we talked about the track list or whatever? Yeah, it's got that's, Buckshot on there. It's got everybody on them over. It's got uh, the one that he couldn't release on the Psychopathic. No, no, no. Oh no, no, that was no. that it was a out. that was a Buckshot track actually. Yeah, that came out a while ago. Yeah. They put him on the remix. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, this is this is a new track, but it features a bunch of people, including Buckshot, Nitty from Project Born, Big Hoodoo, ABK. DJ Clay, Bombada, Ant G, and Kung Fu Vampire. That's right. Oh, and did I say ABK? Yes. It's dope, man. Like it's, uh, I listened to it for the first time. It was like the it was like the old school Juggalo chills, which is weird to get from listening to another artist. Um, but it was dope, and it was one of my. It was and it was so cool. I don't know why, because I hear ABK often, but it was so cool to hear ABK in the middle of that track. Yeah, like it was just like. Oh, like it's just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why, but it's so dope. Gave you like old school vibe. Yeah, I love it, man. The record's dope. Our homeboy motherfucking Preach is on the record. Like, all kinds of people are on there. Buy it, stream it, love it. Everybody's dropping music, dude. There's so much shit going on. Killer C is coming back. I saw that. I'm interested to see what his kind of material is. I don't understand. Because he is not... The same guy. It's called Thug Poetry. Okay. When's Killer Preachers B? don't put out records called Thug Poetry, I don't think, do when, they? When's, when's Killer B coming out? I don't know, man. You killed Killer B. Yeah, Killer Crip, Killer Blood. Um, when they, when when's Blood coming out? Yeah, I'm 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 he's doing a he's doing a concert in Montana. Killer C is. Well good for him. Yeah, I'll, I'm. I'm. Uh, Kill C. Hit us up. I, I, I hit like, us up. Like maybe. Hear, yeah. Maybe. I'd maybe like to hear about this, right? I, I definitely want to hear about it. Um, that Rich track sounded nothing like him, but it was dope. You'd love to see a full album like that. Like, oh, from Ritz. FTM Studio says everyone hit like. Listen to him. Like that guy. Yeah. Everyone hit like. But yeah, man, check out. There's so much fucking dopeness popping off in the underground. For real, for real, for real. For real. I ain't got none of it ready. I got nothing queued up. It's all just, we're just talking, man. Uh, Go support them people. But yeah, that light record's fucking dope, man. What about the new Ouija? I haven't heard it yet. It's not out. No, it comes out when? The first, I believe. Oh, so you yeah, got a couple weeks. Yeah, you pre-order it right now. Uh, he just just dropped a new music video though. On purpose, you go peep that out. There's so much shit going on, man. Oh, that's what I knew. There was something I was gonna talk about. Shameless uh, plug. What did I do with that? I want to tell you guys about whatnot, man. Come if you guys are into fucking anything, 
What, what are you, you're into sports and shit, Rue, right? Do you collect sports cool. stuff? Uh, a little bit, here and there. What do you, do you collect anything? Um. Text messages? <laughs> no, I don't even really talk to that many people. <coughs> I, I mean, I collect things here and there. Well, well, I don't know what it is you collect, but if you collect it, it's probably available on whatnot. I don't think they sell guns <laughs> on whatnot. Uh, they probably don't know, but like they don't sell guns. They sell trading cards. They sell sports toys. I like These weapons. Just, they got uh, NFTs. They got fucking video games. They got fucking fashion. All these different categories, whatever the fuck you're into. Pokemon, I bet they do have things for firearms. So. Funko. Uh, accessories and stuff like that, probably, but not the actual firearms. But it's it's live auctions. It's like fucking, it's like Whatnot. Instagram live meets eBay, and it's live, and it's fun. And we finally got it to work. Me and Grape Joe did our first ever live auction last Tuesday. We are on there for a little over three hours, just slinging $2 comic books. All day. Two bucks, two bucks, two bucks. And we had a damn good time full of laughter and fun. It's like doing a live show, except for also, you know what I mean? We're talking, we're interacting, and we're selling shit. And it's so much fun. We're doing it again tomorrow. I think it's just going to be the $2 Tuesdays every week, starting at noon. If you don't have whatnot, you can use the link in our description or in our bio or wherever you're at. And you use our link to sign up. After you make your first purchase, you're going to get a free $10 credit. Fun fact, they do not have guns. No, I, I know they don't. No, they're they're probably accessories. They have Funko Pops with guns. There you go. They have Guns and Roses Funko Pops. Oh, I bet they have Guns and Roses uh, mm. albums and merch. You can buy sneakers on there, streetwear, whatever you're into. Well, not whatever, but Ooh, a lot Pokemon of Pokemon cards. Pop culture type thing. Coins, money, keyboards, records. Things Disney. that you would find at a Comic-Con. Just think about that. <coughs> or a sports uh, show or something. A sports memorabilia show yeah. and a Comic-Con collector thing that yeah that that type of stuff yeah i don't i do not collect those types of things uh real quick with sports and we got a minute yeah i don't know what we, i mean you know who these people are because you play fancy foosball tim brady uh tom brady has announced his return to the nfl he's gonna be playing did k pasta drop something new with the uh tampa bay buccaneers and then uh, you got, uh, well, this happened last week after the show. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers just signed a four-year contract with Green Bay for $200 million, which makes him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL now. And then, oh, Russell Wilson is no longer a Seattle Seahawk. He is now a Denver Bronco. So when we do our draft this year, don't forget that they – that he's on a different team if you'd like to pick him up. God, they have a lot of Funko Pops on this fucking website. Oh, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm pretty much like fuck baseball right at, the, at this point with all this bullshit going on. With no matter what I put in the fucking search bar, the, the first page is just Funko Pops every fucking time. And your MLB Major League Baseball has come to a player and MLB has come to an agreement. And they will be starting. Cardinals have their first uh, spring training game Friday or Thursday, Friday. Yes, I didn't tell me. You know, tell me, can you tell me more about this? I was talking about this the other day, and I didn't really know much about it. And kind of what, the gist of what I got, I didn't know they're on fucking strike. 
I just assumed it was about money, but apparently it was about oh a whole the, lot of shit. But it was, but the, one of the bigger things, I guess, was like the minor. They were the basically the major league players were fighting for the minor league players because right. they weren't getting paid enough. Right. Well, yes. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip. Oof! Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, yes and no. It goes because if, if they're going to get paid more, then that also ups your major leaguers to get paid more as well. But... The gist of it was, mainly, it was because the union's contract was up. This is how it all started. With the union, the the players' union's contract was up, so the MLB had to come with agreements with what the players wanted. And so, as of like early last week, they were so far away from each other that we didn't even think they were going to be able to come to agreements with. Yeah. Now, but they did as of. Late last week, I want to say, or over the weekend. But yeah, some of them were fighting. A lot of them were fighting for for the the Triple A teams because that's sometimes when they get dropped down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all comes to light. They're like, "Hey, we just want to make sure our backup, like we're going to get paid still." Uh, well, I mean, they still get paid because they're usually under contracts. But when they're but when you're a free agent still playing for a team and they drop you down to the minors, well, what does they that, don't have? Is to there pay an you. average baseball? In my opinion, they most do have a sports cap. players make way more than they deserve. Um, well, sure, like millions and millions of dollars that they complain about. That shit pisses me off. The baseball is probably paid paid the most. Does a minor league? Do minor league players have like an average salary? Like what do they get? Yeah, actually, I think on average, I'm sure there's like higher end ones, but I know like just to like be what like were they a, fighting for? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, to be like to just to be a bench player in the, in a in a ma- uh, major league in the MLB, you get like two hundred thousand. So you're but you're you're in the major leagues now. You're not you're, a yeah, you're in the major league. So what were you getting a week before that? So in the <laughs> minor leagues, I think it was only like seventy five. No, it's way less than that, according to Google. Was it fifty? No, it says in in twenty twenty one, most minor leaguers will make between eight thousand and fourteen thousand. Oh, that's a year, yep. a season. Okay, the, okay. between okay. April and October. Then that's I see. I heard like fifty thousand. You said seven. I'm thinking fifty thousand dollars. Like shut up. Right. You're playing. You're you have a hobby, motherfucker. You're in minor league baseball. It's a hobby. Minor league it's, is a hobby. Yeah, it's literally what it is. Like you, obviously, the goal is to get to major league, and you grind and you sweat and you work your fucking ass off to get there. You don't get paid along the way, right? So then you got a, a player under contract. Maybe like if all of a sudden we started bitching, we need fucking, we need you guys to start giving us fucking who? And could you well, imagine? We ain't no reason to pay. No could you imagine playing minor league because they're all fighting to get into majors? Yeah. And then you have a major leaguer get dropped down, and then making like five times the amount of money that you're making. But usually, when one gets when a, when a major leaguer gets dropped down, there's one one triple A guy that gets picked up. Yeah. 
So what? So okay. So your AAA team, but they're now the farm teams because that's who usually the MLB gets dropped down to, and then your farm teams takes from your AAA. So your far, farm teams make like fifty thousand a year. I know I read somewhere somebody somebody's getting paid fifty grand a year, and I don't know if it's the farm teams or if it's triple A's. Because your farm teams, you're pretty much hired as MLB. You're just down there playing ball until like somebody gets hurt and then they bring up somebody. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But I guess for anybody that's a baseball fan, congrats because they're they're gonna have it. They're gonna have it. Shout out to uh, Willie Hayes that popped in the chat for a second. What's up, dude? <clears throat> okay, so minimum MLB player salary is his birthday seven hundred fifty thousand a year. That's just ridiculous. That's the minimum starting. Oh, uh, hi, Marcellus. I'm talking about the forty man roster. Which might be correct. Well, I'm sure it is. I don't know another. <laughs> so I guess they just got other <clears throat> guys. Yeah, okay. So your farm teams is just still part of the MLB. They're just down there. Okay, Pasta says ever since Rue traded his hatchet for a gold club, all I hear is sports from him. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong. Yeah, Shout well. out to K Pasta. We ain't play that dinosaur in a minute. I want to be a dinosaur. That's fire. Yeah, they're saying that uh, my like AAA uh, players can make. Well, they raised it from like two ninety a week to four hundred per week, and now they're saying like say AAA players will go from earning five hundred and two dollars a week to seven hundred a week. That's like starting pay. So, I mean, they're getting paid. Shit. Yeah. Especially, and I tried to look up farm teams or whatever, and it doesn't really pull up farm teams because it's not like a, a specific league. But I understand. Right, I understand know. what they are, but yeah, they're, like, they're still just classified as like AAA teams in minor yeah, leagues. Yeah, like like Heimerl summed it up. He, the forty man roster. Yeah, is what it is. I'm sorry, Kapasa, but yeah, you're right. Had your man for the Gold Club. I mean. Sports is where it's at, bro. Anybody wear hatchet mans anymore? I wear my dino. I got my dino. What do you? Why would you need a hatchet man if you have a dino? Why would you need a hatchet man if you have a gold club? I don't have and or need a gold club. Gold clubs are priceless. I know. I mean, if someone gave me a gold club, I would trade it in for whatever the price <laughs> of gold is. But you can get a uh, replicon charm you can wear. I guarantee you, replicaradio.bigcartel.com. I guarantee you, if you turned in a gold club for the the gold price on it, it would be far less than what it was paid what was paid for it in the first right. place. I don't know, man. It, all it's just metals, like jewelry. All metals are high right now. Yeah, but I mean, like you got a gold ring, and you take it into it, like a jeweler or something like that. They're only going to give you what the the metal itself is worth. They're not going to pay what you paid for the ring. So you pay ten grand for the ring, and they're going to give you like what five grand? No, they melted down. Yeah, they, they melted down. I mean, yeah, it's basically 
almost worthless. Well, you can buy one of these for only twenty dollars. I mean, Con if it's Radio. Heavy, big not. cartel. And today, if you buy one today, you're going to get a free apple pie because I said it. It's really worthless good. compared to what, like, the retail that was for the initial. Well, whatever, yeah. whatever that, whatever that metal was going for at the time is what they'll give you per ounce or pound or whatever. Yeah, whatever it may be. I mean, it'll. St- I mean, you still get money for it, but I mean, it's not going to be what what you pay what it what was paid for. No, if you bought a three hundred dollar fourteen karat gold ring. You're probably going to get 30 bucks for it, oh, if yeah. you're lucky. Oh, yeah. For sure. Ooh, boy. Well, with that being they said. They go by weight, not sentimental value. I push rhymes like weight. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker said you can just go to Lowe's and get a gold paint and a plastic golf club. There you go. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with that. Fuck yeah, man. Well, um, we got Blase Rose coming up on the show, man. It's going to be dope. Yee. She's excited. She's she's waiting in the in the Replicon hallways Ooh. of, uh, I don't know. The Replicon Studios. Yeah. I was thinking like some sort of mossy, Offices. prehistoric cave dwelling. I was thinking office hallways. Yeah. No, we yeah. don't have those. Yeah. I don't think DBM knows too much about sports. He knows a little bit, but I don't know if he knows enough for us to have talk. I here's the thing: as I know sports, I don't know the players. I don't know current events in sports. I don't follow any of it. I don't know the current records of sports. I'm terrible with names. He'll tell you who Ozzy Smith is, and that's about it. That's a guy. <laughs> he played a ball game. He had a uh, restaurant for a couple minutes. He did backflips. Um. I, I know sports, but not enough to have like a sports conversation. Like, not really to have a segment. Yeah, it's not like you know, it, it wouldn't be good because I don't follow it. I, I I just don't follow sports. Capacities March. Send it. Uh, DBM Sports. Nah, I don't think that would. No, that was the name. It of, would that be was the name, that's supposed to be the name of Rude Show. It would be Rude. Sports! It would be Rude. Rude telling me a whole bunch of names and me going, yeah. <laughs> right. hey, yeah, that guy, whatever he did. He threw the ball in the right way, right? Yeah, got it. Made score points. Made like, score points. Like Made Jeff, score points. You'd be like Jeff Burton. Like, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. Man. You telling me he scored the most? Nice. Who wore a uniform and cleats? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the color of the uniform is, but <clears throat> nice. Like I know how Jeez, to. Jeez, like, Holy fuck, where you been, dog? Nice. Jesus Christ, you've been missing. Like I know how the sports, like the games, are played, and I know the rules of them for the most part. I know the rules and like how you play them and all that stuff. So like, you know, if you were like, oh yeah, he got a touchdown or like a you know first down or you know he he was you know ten yards short of the you know the goal line and all that stuff. Like I know the technical terms of it. Right. I just you, once you start talking about you know the names and the players, I'm like, ah, I don't know. You could just be like, this one guy for this team beat the other guy on the other team. And I'm like, yes, I got it. Although he, he also said you have a strong rep on the on the beer pong court circuit, rather. Sorry, I'll allow it. <laughs> you ever played beer pong? Not that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. That's funny as hell. I mean. <laughs> Well, I'm I played a time that. or two of that game. I'm just going to say, I'm a, I'm a retired champion. That could be completely false. 
I played a time or two. Who are we supposed to play? At no- Astro? Noise. Noise, yeah. Noise and Dean, I believe. Is okay. that beer pong or what, what? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Here we go. I know enough about beer pong that you don't fill the cups with beer. Put water in them. Oh, yeah. You ain't trying to drink. <laughs> them balls be falling on the floor and shit. Oh, there was a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, and like I know how to I know how to play beer pong. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of specific rules depending on who's playing what game. I mean, that I'd be like, well, I, all right, I guess. Ooh, excuse me. But Blase Rose has a sports joke. <gasps> Woo! She wanted me to share. All right. Okay. <laughs> Did you know the Super Bowl has four quarters? I, I guess there's not really a question, but did you know? Yeah. That's why they let 50 Cent play halftime. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was good. I like that. Shout out to Blase Roses. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be I taking it up. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful segment. I almost didn't want to uh, say yes. I knew that they had four quarters because I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, that's what I was like. You know, I was like, I don't, uh, she wasn't sure. Is this really a joke or what? I mean, <laughs> yes, it has four quarters. It's awesome. Fuck yeah. That's man. why they love 57 plays. There you go. You guys dwell on that. Fucking halftime. Yeah, we got to hit him. Now, that's what you, <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke right in the pocket. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Perfect segue. If you guys are tuning in on YouTube, the stream's going to stop. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play some music over at replicaradio.com for all the live listeners, all the after listeners. You, you It doesn't matter. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're already going to be there, you asshole. It's already going to happen. You like fucking Tuesday. Nothing's going to change for you. It's just going to be perfectly fine. Um, if you're on the YouTube, the stream's going to end. We'll be back in just a few short minutes. If you want to come over to replicaradio.com, join the chat room over there, hang out. But, you know, we'll talk behind the scenes. We'll be back, and we're going to have motherfucking Blase Rose. So Blase Rose. You, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell because it'll tell you when we're back in just a few minutes. And we'll be back in just a few True minutes. Damn. Yeah. Let go. go, ride that way. way. Tell me where to go. go. On my way. way. Make that beam. beam. Shots on me. Little mama, what up?
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
when I'm feeling run down to try to see my friends. If you ignore enough of them, I'll stop receiving texts. And when I am around them, I'm too stuck inside my head. So then I don't enjoy the moment. I just feel the day get in. So I want to know I'm a little fucked up. I just can't shake it. More close to breaking than I've ever been at any point in my whole life. Staying up and I'm talking to myself like, where'd you go? Where your hat hangs, I'm cruising it up. Yeah, I'm sicker than a virus. 
crisis Won't stop until I kill you, your survival's in a crisis She tell me she a dyke, but I just know my dick is priceless I'ma fuck her till she dead, I'll have that pussy looking lifeless We gon' chop you up and send you through the mail I don't post bail, half a ticket on the scale Shovel in the veil, I'll drain your fluid till you're pale Mama say I'm real sick, I turn these rappers female Give a sex change, call you Hill House The way that carbon make your neck hang Smoke you like some gas, brand new strain, call it ethane. Started making money, now I'm rich, that's when the stress came. Keep playing with me, you must enjoy playing this. Hold down, hoot nanny. I was getting, I was getting ready to jump in there. Oh boy, what up, y'all? We're back. We're live. We're back. We're doing the dang thing. I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it. If you no guys are space. tuned in at replicaradio.com, the YouTube stream is back up and running. Hello, YouTube. Go check it out. Go peep it. If you're tuned in on YouTube, we need you to do us a favor. What's that? What's that? Also available for share. advertisement. If you would like to advertise and be part of Replicon Radio, if you don't want to share, you could just comment on the video. That also helps. And like the button. Well, like, I'm going to say if you're tuned in live, though, share Yeah, yeah, share it. Let people know. We want more people to Call your us. friends. Call your mom. Tell her to tune in. Call your mom's mom. Call your man. Call your mom. What should, they should tell her. Call your mom and tell her you love her. You don't tell her to tune in. Yeah, well, after you tell her you love her. Then tell her And to see tune how her day is. See if she's doing all right. And then go, hey, check out these assholes on the internet. Yeah, they got a guest on the show tonight. You should, you should, super head awesome on up. guest. You should head on over there. That is true. And uh, I think instead of just you know patronizing our our uh, listeners, <laughs> isn't is, that what we do? Absolutely. <laughs> but for like now, we're gonna stop chat. for now. You guys patronize each other in the chat and tell each other to share. Send super chats. Yeah, do all that stuff. We're gonna <laughs> jump on in. We got a special guest on the phone. You guys have been waiting for it since Christmas when we when 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 she teased you, she yeah. gave you a little tease, mm-hmm. uh, and now and now she's she's back. Uh, let's just get on into it. Give it up for motherfucking Blase Rose. Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? How's I'm everybody? Good. I'm good. I'm good. How you guys? Nice to hear your voices again. Aww. Aww. Yeah, everybody's good. I brought I brought snacks oh, for everyone. So everyone got like sugar highs going on. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's it's pie day, so I brought pie for everyone, <laughs> and uh, we're we're you know we're celebrating, and we're celebrating uh, Becky on Replicon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Becky Con. Becky Con. Welcome, Becky, to Becky Con. Con. Not to be confused with Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Similar though, they're both artists in their own right. Oh, I like how you had to add your picture with her to the. Hell yeah, I did. I fucked up with this shit there. There's a picture of you and me on the internet right now. Look at that. What was that? Big Ballers like 2017? Yep. Here in St. Louis, it pops. Yep, that's right. Hell yeah. Well, uh, where is it? It was from uh, Big Ballers. It, it pops. Oh. In Salje. I think that was like the first time uh, her performing on tour. 
Christmas one. Oh, the Christmas one. Yeah. Yeah. When everybody yeah. was in the wrestling ring. Yep. We we met there, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. There's All the, of us. Yeah. Yeah. When I ran up to the bar and I jumped up on the bar and I looked over and you were like the first face I saw. Yep. Looking <laughs> looking up at you from the bar. <laughs> the upskirt. <laughs> no, I think it was after. It was. Yeah. He no, was respectful. That's funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was, was after uh, when I came off off stage. I was running around in the crowd. Remember? Oh, yep. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember the world remembers. Pop I needed remembers. that drink. Yeah. Needed to have a drink after that. You uh, know? I feel you. Hell yeah. It's good times. Good motherfucking times. I was man. hiding behind him. But yeah, we're uh, we're we're hyped to have you back. I know we had we had a we had a blast on Christmas and. Uh, a lot of people are like, you guys didn't talk about nothing. Like, no, we sure in the hell didn't, but we had a damn good time. It I was mean, fun. We talked about yeah. animals and stuff. Yeah, we did. We were, uh, yeah, I listened to it after. We really didn't talk about shit. No. But it was That's okay, fun. though. Whatever. We was, I mean, we talked it. about stuff for, to us. Yeah. No, it was fun. It's, it was, it's weird because normally we do... Uh, like a lot of times we'll do that backwards. Like the first time we have someone on the show that we've never had on the show before, we like dig deep and we talk about everything. And then when we have them back... It sometimes it's a little more lax, and we just have fun. This time we did it backwards. We're doing yeah. it backwards. We had fun. <laughs> we had fun the first oh, okay. time. Yeah, well, I got to get comfortable with you first before you're allowed yeah. to dig deep. You know. You well, go. I mean, you know, I, we'll probably talk about it, but obviously you've you've had uh, you've had some ups and downs in this underground, and there was there was a lot of point in time where there was, you know, a lot of hate thrown your way. So I could understand, uh, you know, being weary of anyone wanting to speak to you on a public platform. So. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. But we appreciate that you're, you know, you're hanging out with us because we're like best friends now, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty. It's pretty nice. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm actually becoming friends with a lot of people who used to be super big advocates for the hate in the community against me. Damn, P was a hate. Um, I was never very hate funny. Her. Funny, oh. funny that 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 is, you know. That's good. That's supposed because people grow up. Yeah, but yeah, I was never. Yeah, no, it is. It's great. It's great. It's really great. Um, There's this one kid that like actively like hated on me. <clears throat> like one of the worst ones, you know, like a lot of the stuff doesn't really get under my skin, but some people say some stuff that does. And um, he actually had a baby with one of our friends best friends my one of my best friends her best friend he's the baby daddy and he actually messaged me and apologized about everything huh well, that's and cool. i thought that was so sweet i was like wow that shows a lot of character man <laughs> yeah. and now he's like the and now he's like helping with the trying uh fan uh not fan things uh the what are the the, gr- the street crews? Street street team. Yeah. Promotion. Yeah. Promotion. The street crews. Street team. Street team promotion. Street teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, sometimes um, it takes one. a while to self reflect <laughs> and realize that you're a douchebag. So. Yeah, yeah. Do we? Ever- but I think it's dope. It it is cool. I, I like to hear that you know you're starting. People are trying to reach out and make amends. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, sorry shit, for being such a shithead. Right. Yeah, Roxy and I are friends now. You know, we get rid of group together. 
crazy. It's crazy, man. Yep. But yeah, we're down. I definitely want to get into that. But we're we're let's let's do this. Okay, you ready? Are you sitting down? You gotta get comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Put your seatbelt yeah, on. Down. Get, get right. in the goddamn we, uh, car. That's what we do. We we like to travel back in time. Get we, in the DeLorean. We, we hop okay. in the DeLorean. Let's go. Gonna, I'm ready. We're gonna go back in time. We're gonna travel back to I believe. You know, just a few years ago, back in uh, Maine, I think you, you were born and raised in like Maine or somewhere around there. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So back in Maine, little Becky's born. What was kind of like, like growing up? Like, what kind of music were you into? What was kind of like your, you know, your inspirations in life? Like, where, where kind of like, what was life like? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like for, for a young, young Becky growing okay. up in Maine. Well, since I can remember, since the since the start of my remembrance, you know, I don't know what age I was, three or four or something, <laughs> I remember being, living in an apartment with just my mom, she was a single mom, and my little brother, two years, nine months younger, so almost three years younger than me, in a three-bedroom apartment, build, uh, apartment, and we were on the second floor, I believe, yeah, Jane was on the third floor misty my babysitter was on the first floor so the whole apartment knew each other from like childhood like all the adults all knew each other and then we all they all had kids and then like all the kids would hang out and play and then uh brother fell out the window when he was two years old almost died he went through like a lot of head trauma and stuff so he has like epilepsy now um when i was eight i had this best friend cameron and then i moved away like 30 or 40 minutes away when i was eight years old but I still got to see her, like, every weekend because my mom would go drink over at Jane's house. She would drink and drive. It was the 90s. <laughs> we, we, yeah, it was crazy. Um, she's, she's a wonderful mom. She, we didn't I mean, die. But... Then you got drove home by the cops. They just took you home. They didn't write reports, right? Well, also, the seats in the back are all padded and everything. We ought to have, what, those corduroy-type seats? Right, right. So you just so, bouncing off of it, you know, airbags. <laughs> Back then. But anyway, so we moved to mine it. And we lived in a trailer. The trailer was built on where they used to park the trash trucks for the city. Oh and the kids in the school knew that. So I was like this new kid. And like, I didn't realize that we were poor until I moved to mine it. Because, like, it's, like, in the sticks. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have, like, their families, like, their dads, like, own the... They, like, have moms and dads. And I didn't. I just had a mom. And, um... My dad was always, like, he was never in part of the picture. I have vague memories where, like, when I was real little, I would go to his... Like, he would take me for, like, a, a night or something. Like, randomly. Like, it wasn't, like, 
for like months he did this or years he did this it would be like one random day he's like out of jail or something and is like the courts say he has to take me you know if he doesn't want to pay child support so I don't know I don't know how it works but anyways I'd go see him and uh, so he was in jail a lot and he'd write me letters from jail so I never really had a relationship with him and uh, my mom dated abusive men and yeah what else was part of the question <laughs> We're just, we're just How learning. far am I yeah. going with this? I mean, you're good. Just yeah, we're just we're just learning about growing up. That's all. So you yeah. so you moved over there and you you just your trailer was literally like parked on trash and the kids made fun of you. No, it was parked on where it was a mm. lot. It was a big lot where they used to park the garbage trucks. Okay. So they had cleaned it all out and and parked a, a like a. It was like a big trailer, and then it had like an extension on it. So it was like almost like a house, but it was a trailer. It was essentially a trailer. Um, and it was on like a big piece of land. Like it was a big property. So like as kids, we always played outside. There was like woods, streams down in the woods. Like we had animals and, you know, but, you know, trauma and traumatic things. When I was, I don't know how old I was. How fuck old was I? I was like. I want to say eight, but that's what I think we moved to minus. So it, I couldn't have been eight. I had to have been like 11, 11. It's, I'm not sure. I mean, it was shortly a- after we moved to minus, maybe a year or two later, my mom met Jeffrey. And he was the start of her really abusive relationship. She dated him for like four or five years. And like, he would beat her up all the time. She would fight back though, you know what I mean? So it was like almost an even fight, but still. So you and your yeah. you and your little brother just were just kind of there and had to had to grow up watching all that stuff and yeah mm-hmm. so obviously that- yeah quite a lot he would because uh, they were dr- they would drink a lot you know she worked like a nine to five Cody and I would have to get ourselves on the school bus in the morning because it was you know it was a different day we were left home a lot alone but kids were back then in the early two thousand late nineties you know what I mean I was like nine. And we would have to get ourselves on the school bus, go to school, get ourselves off, and we would be home alone for a couple hours or like an hour before my mom got home from work. But so would all the kids on the street. There was mad kids on the street. So we'd all like play and stuff, you know what I mean? And all the parents did that. They all just, they got home when they got home. <laughs> for sure. You guys are just Lord of the uh-huh. Flies of it over there in the park. Huh? So the, the kids were just all like Lord of the Flies over there just taking over the park while the parents were gone. Well, it wasn't a park. It was just a dead-end street. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, houses and stuff. It was just, like, it was the corner of a dead-end street. It was the lot on a corner of a dead-end street that a trailer was just on. You know, but it was, like, it wasn't, like, a trailer park. But there was, like, just houses, and we would all just play on the, the street. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, that's safe. Um, unsupervised. Yeah. So, school sucked. I was in special ed. Um, I had ADHD and learning disabilities and stuff like that, so... And then I had a shitty home life because my mom's getting beat up by a drunk boyfriend all the time and they're fucking arguing and fighting and I'm not even going to say this part. But anyways, yeah. So So did you have were you did you have friends in, in this at that time or or were you just kind of picked up? Yeah, or? I had like two or three friends. I had um Mariah Brown who was my friend. My mom and her mom were pregnant together with her and I. She was born on March 3rd. I was born on March 30th. And um, we grew up together, and then we 
we were babies together and then like I don't remember that but then in third grade we re-met and then we were friends ever since third grade until like high school or, or something um so I had Mariah and then I had Megan and then we had our friend Alex Alex uh, and then I think that was just about it just a small little like were you were you picked on like were you like oh yeah definitely yeah I was the nerd of the group I was I was the girl that, that we were poor for one so I had all hand-me-down clothes or like clothes that were old or like didn't fit me very properly you know what I mean like short pants and stuff like my mom just put my hair in a ponytail every day like um and then I got glasses and stuff and oh my god and then I was in special ed so like you're a triple threat yeah, like, in school, kids are mean, you know, in school, Absolutely. like, that's, that's a fucking, you know. So, at that loser. young of an age, did you have, like, uh, you know, obviously now we, you know, most of us are people listening, know you're, you know, from music and stuff, but, like, I know you're also into art and, and poetry and things like that, we'll obviously talk about Yeah, I was about always it. into art and poetry, way, way when I was, like, when I could start writing, I wrote, po I was writing poetry. And my teachers always used to say, you know, my mom wishes she had the old Dell computer we had because I would used to type up on that, you know, those big old Dell computers. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to type up poetry on that for like, we had poetry unit in school in like third grade and stuff. And, you know, my teachers used to tell her and she'll tell you this. If you ever meet my mom, she'll brag. She'll be like, yeah, they used to say she just writes just like Dr. Seuss. You know, in her in her poetry, just like Dr. Seuss and stuff, and da da da. And then, like when I got to high school, like I never like turned in homework though. Like I wouldn't do the homework. Like I could have, and I probably could have done good at it, but I didn't have the attention span to focus on doing something that I didn't care about. Yeah. Like unless it was something I was actively interested in, then I wouldn't do it. You know, so like I struggled really hard through through my entire years of school. I almost dropped out. I understand. Yeah, a lot of people go through that. I understand that. So, like, yeah, I uh, end up going to an alternative school. So, at that young age, you you were writing. Was that like I, I'm assuming if they say it was like Doctor Seuss, it wasn't necessarily like it was like Mish Mush goes the slush, splish splash goes, you know, like something like that. You know, I was like eight, yeah. <laughs> but that's like really good for like you know a little kid. And then when I was, I don't know how old I was, I started um, cutting. And I got to press probably around the time my mom met Jeffrey. I think I must have been, I must have been 10 when he, when they met. Because I think I was around 14 when they split up. 14, almost 15. Because they were together for about four years, I think. And, um, and yeah, I started getting really depressed because they were like, it was just like a drunk, abusive home, you know. And they would beat us too. You know, we were always beat. But, um, Jeez. that's when I started writing, like, the darker stuff. And I had a poetry book. I'll tell you guys all the story. I had a poetry book when I was in, <clears throat> I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. And, uh, I had this poetry book and I would write in it, like, you know, every day, all day, <clears throat> whatever. All kinds of shit. I had a couple of them. But I had one that I brought to school. And, like, I didn't do big gash cuts. I had, like, little razor blades that I broke out of, like, a 
shaver razor and I did teeny tiny little cuts on my ankle, like really thin ones. So I didn't want to die. It was just like took the emotional pain away and it makes it like that little bit of pain makes you forget about everything else that's going on because you're focusing on that. It's stupid. It's stupid. I don't, it, I'm, I haven't done it in 12 years. I haven't done it since I was like 19 or something. <laughs> I think not 13 years. How old am I? 32? I'm going to be 32. <laughs> oh, your birthday's in, in like two weeks. Happy birthday! Yeah. Mm. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so I had blood. There was, I put blood on the poetry books, right? On the, in the, on the pages, some of the pages. And I lost one of these, po- I lost this poetry book that I brought to school because I shouldn't have brought it to school in the first place. I lost the poetry book at school. And I told the teachers, I said, listen, I have a really important book. It's my poetry book. It's like my diary. I was like, if you find it, can you please let me know? But please don't read it. I ask that you don't read it. The guidance counselor found it, opened it up, read the entire thing, threatened the call, brought me into the office. And like there was one, uh, there was like one page that had the blood on it or something. And she had ripped it out and she was like gonna call like there was a bunch of stuff about my home life like poetry is about like how I wanted to die and like all kinds of shit you know what I mean and she was gonna call motherfucking CPS Child Protective Services on my mom (laughs) and I didn't want to get taken away from my fucking mom so I ripped the piece of paper so I actually didn't even rip it out of her hand I asked her if I could see it I pretended I, I was such a good little faker I pretended like as I was scared, but I was pretending like I was sad, like she was doing the right thing, you know? So I asked if I could see it. I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Can I see it? So she handed it to me so I could see it. And I ripped it up into a thousand pieces (laughs) and I threw it in her trash can. And she's like, she looked at me and she goes, I really hate doing puzzles. What a bitch, right? (laughs) So I went home and I burned the rest of my poetry books and, and my stories in the fire pit in the backyard my mom got home and cried because she knew i did poetry she knew i kind of cut myself like we were working through it like it was something that we were working through you know she knew home life was terrible at the time but you know she she cried because she knows i had really good work in there for sure i bet and that not to like uh you know negate your situation obviously but like i know that's a like even like when i was in school that's a it's like, unfortunately, it's like a common thing. Like growing up, kids, you know, in, in, that, in that age, they kind of get into that. Like, yeah, you're depressed, and maybe, maybe you mm-hmm. think you want to, you, you don't want to die, but you you want to pretend, and or like some people do it for a yeah, yeah, yeah. It. It's like a it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird little addiction thing that you yeah. get into. It's kind of just like a vice. You know, you're too young that you're not really... I wasn't smoking cigarettes yet or anything, so I would just... That was, like, the thing I do. Like, when you snort... When you snort Smarties to pretend you're doing pills or something when you're... I've done You know what I mean? (laughs) Unfortunately, I have done Smarties. That's what I'm saying. Everybody does. Like, everybody does something stupid, like snorts a pixie stick or pepper Mm. or something when they're kids. We burn our hands with the eraser and our hands would look like... Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Or smokes a popsicle stick or something, you know? I don't know about that one. Don't be doing that. that, Well, I don't know. I'm just, you know... But yeah, it's you know as as unfortunate it is. It's like uh, you know, it's almost it's like adolescent brains. Like 
like it's, you're depressed, but you don't want to die. But the only thing you know of for such a reason. Oh, to you want to die? Well, is that like is like it's almost suicidal ideation? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the ideations. It's 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 the constant thought because I still deal with it to this day. It was something, and I think because of all that trauma I went through. You know, it still harbors inside me. I got to meditate and find little baby Becky in there and apologize to her and tell her it's okay, you know, and do that whole Zen thing. But anyways, before that, you know, uh, whatever I was going to say, I forgot I'm high. So, but at this time period, like all these, you know, all the things going on in your life, the traumatic things are just normal human teenage experience. Yeah, yeah, and, and honestly, that's, that's what Joe used to say to me. He's like, you know... Becky, he's like, you... Because when we would argue or get into arguments and stuff in the beginning of our relationship, like, I, I go hard. You know what I mean? And he would be like, you know, it's it's different for people like me because I didn't grow up in a household like that. You know what I mean? Like, his mom was real sweet. You know, Well, besides, like, you know, the situations with his dad and stuff like that, but... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Um, his mom was real, like, a sweetheart and stuff. And, like, with him, with his kids, like, they don't, ar- like, if he always said him and Michelle, if they ever did argue, they'd never argue in front of the kids. Like, they don't yell. There's no, like, Joe's n- not abusive at all. Like, like, physically abusive. Like, he's not, like, m- like, he's not, doesn't give the household that I grew up in. Yeah. So he's like, it's not necessary for you to get this angry about things. He's like, but I understand because that's just normal to you. Because that's how you grew up. You grew up in a household where this is that way you're acting is normal. And it really made me realize that how I was acting isn't normal. It was just normal to me. And I needed to put myself in check, you know, and that's when I got on my, um, uh, abilify for my I went to a psychiatrist got diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and I'm on a medication for it now and it really helps for sure and that that's that you're talking like that's within the last six or seven years that's right? in the last few years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. last six years yeah that's crazy because it was probably the beginning it was the very beginning of our relationship but gotcha. I had a lot of anger issues and it wasn't even like anger issues towards Joe it's just like anything would happen like any little drop of a dime for anything like not even pertaining to him like i could like road rage or like getting in an argument with my mom or stuff like he would just see everything and be like you don't need to get this angry about these little situations you know what i mean so he, he really i feel like as much as me and him clash sometimes he helped me become a better person that's good 
That's good. Well, I mean, just this, I think just you saying that probably proves that. Um, but yeah, so, so going back to, you know, when you were a kid, so even in this time, like with all the things you have going on, even at such a young age, you were already writing. You may not realize what you were doing, but that was, that was kind of like, even at an early age, your way of getting all this stuff out. Was, I tried writing my first rap when I was like 13, I think. I was with my friend Cameron back. Remember the friend that I moved away from uh-huh. when I lived in the apartment building? And then when I was eight, I moved to the mine at trailer. Well, the friend I moved away from, my best friend Cameron, that I would go see on the weekends, she was a couple years older than me. And um, she was really into like dark stuff, you know, like wearing hoodies and boys already and like. Um, Like stuff like that, you know, and like Eminem or like rap music. She's the one that got, she's the one that showed me ICP for the very first time. She's the one that told me about it all. And this, you said you were, you were like 13 or so? Yeah. Is that, is that all kind of the same time period? Like she introduced you to hip hop and. Yeah, around that, and then we, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I don't know, we just were sitting in her bed, and we wanted to stay up all night one night, and we used to put a bandana over the clock, because we were young, you're 13, 14 years old, she was probably 14, 15, I was 13, so I think she's like a year or two older than me, Mm -hmm. and maybe we were younger than that, no, you couldn't have been younger than that, no, I had to have been 13, 14, um, he used to put a bandana over the alarm clock and try to just not take it off and wait till the sun comes up. You know what I mean? So we tried to write a rap and I found it one day and it was like, me and Tammy, we the Queens, Auburn is our town. Uh, don't be messing with us because we're down to put you to the ground uh, or something, something like that. It was on a little tiny piece of paper. It was only a few bars each. And then she said something. And then she's one of the ones that I like almost started rapping with. Have you ever heard um, Corner Store? It's a real old one. It's one of the very first raps I ever put out forever ago uh, under Tippy. Possibly. Way I before Blase Rose. Possibly. I, I couldn't tell you. If, I maybe Well, that's about, Tammy yeah, on remember. that with me. Dizzy. Okay. Dizzy is Tammy. Okay. I think I, I recall seeing that name on something. Yeah, a song's called Corner Store. Or something like that. So, thirteen years old, you're already writing poetry. Your friend introduced you to hip hop. Did you? Did she introduce you to well, juggalo music at that to point so too? She didn't introduce me to hip hop. I I don't remember. I don't know what would constitute as hip hop back in the '90s, but I loved all that, all the music that was on the radio at the time. Everything I that was you. hot then. My mom was playing in the car like. We were, like whatever radio stations like Chumbawamba and all that was on. We I listened to all that. Um, she would. I didn't ask for, and I didn't really like. But I at the time, I love now, and I know all the songs now because I listened to them and had the CDs when I was a kid. But I didn't ask for the CDs. Was uh, Instinct, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears? Mm-hmm. They would get me that kind of stuff for Christmas because they were trying to make me not a nerd. I think. Like my mom would get me like. Whatever Stuff was that cool. She yeah. Was in what was cool at the time, yeah. Like Cisco and um and Dancing Queen, Young yeah. and the Only Seventeen. That, that wasn't fun, cool. Yeah. That wasn't cool. I used to listen to and that and be like, I don't need to go to school. I'm just gonna be famous. 
Just so you know, that's ABBA. That's from the 70s, not the 90s. But, no, there was another one that came out. It was oh, by one. somebody else. Oh, okay, like a, the dance hall remix. There was like or a whatever. ring. Yeah, the, yeah, like <laughs> a, yeah, 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 yeah. It was in like the early 2000s. Or I the mean, 90s, they played it at the skating 90s. ring. It was probably cool. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome for me. I used to um, take the vacuum cleaner and put it in the middle of my room, and I'd make my I'd make my friend Tiffany. Oh yeah, I forgot about Tiffany. Fuck, I'm sorry, Tiffany, if you're listening. I love you. Tiffany lived down the street from me, like, a couple houses down, which was actually, like, a distance because the houses had such big property. But it was, like, a little down the street. She, I used to make her come over, and uh, then the other girl across the street, Kayla, Kayla would come over, and then the other girl down the street, Jackie, Jackie would come over, and I'd make them sit, and I'd put on, like, Mambo Number no. 5 or Dancing Queen, and I'd take my Dance. vacuum cleaner and I'd pretend it was like a, a mic on a stand. <laughs> and I used to dress up and like karaoke them. <laughs> so you just you were just putting on shows for the neighborhood, damn. Oh yes. You started young. There you go, ain't nothing wrong with that. I th- I didn't hmm. know what I think when I talk about it now, I guess so. Yeah, no, it's funny dope, how man. it all happened. It's in it's all in there. Somebody in the chat mentioned none of that. None of the music you listed is rap, by the way. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, so I think it was. I'm not sure, but I started listening to like Lil Bow Wow and Fifty Cent and Eminem. I think it might have been stuff Eminem on the radio. because yeah, Tiffany Tiffany was listening to Eminem at the time. Yeah, that was but I wasn't allowed to. That was about the time that you know Eminem and, and like you said, like <laughs> Will Smith, <laughs> Bow Wow. Things like that started getting integrated into the radio. It was Yeah, so that's I think around what I started on. I can't think and then like G Unit. I used then I got into G Unit and like um Lloyd Banks and um Young Buck and um I would get it I really liked Busta Rhymes. I really liked how did how did it go from there? What else was I listening to? Um Jeezy uh, I really like that gangsta gangsta rap, like um, Project Born. Not Project Born. Pro- who am I thinking of? Not Project Born. Project Born Project too, but Pat. that wasn't until later in life. Who Project- am I thinking of? Project Pat. Project Pat. Um. Yeah, stuff like that. NSYNC you know, I like though. that. Y'all can be. Huh? Hating. Don't be hating on NSYNC though. No strings attached. It's fire. We sing it in the car all the time. I love NSYNC now. I didn't realize how much <laughs> I love the songs. You know, now that I'm an adult and I can appreciate them. Hell yeah. You know, and I went through the Spice Girls phase. Watched movies. I went through a phase with Hanson. <laughs> One time I ate a mushroom with my ex-best friend and we started tripping. And we were outside smoking a cigarette and we didn't realize we were tripping until we were halfway through oom bopping and we were clapping and tapping the porch with our feet, (laughs) making the beat. And all of a sudden we stopped and I'm like, what are we doing? (laughs) That's funny. It was the best. So, so obviously you're into music, you're, you're, you're already writing, even though you may not have realized like how important that is, especially at a young age, but you know, you're. Your creative juices are flowing. You're performing in front of your friends, you know, for fun. Was there ever a time, like, at such a young age where you were like, I want to do this. I want to be a singer. I want to be a rapper. Like, 
Did, is it something that, that I just wanted shame? to be famous so I wouldn't have to work because I thought it was the easy way out as a kid. I thought I'm going to be famous and rich and travel the world and I don't want to stay in Maine. And I just want to, I just want people to notice me because people didn't. You know? I feel that for sure. That's what I that's what I glorified of it. You know what I mean? The popularity. But there was never like a I want people to notice me for this or I want to be famous for that. You were just like I didn't really, you know, didn't, I didn't I didn't know it was going to be for writing music. I thought I, if I did anything that I would be famous for, it would have had to have been cuz I wasn't writing at the time I was saying I'm just, I, fuck school, I'm just gonna be famous. And I used to say that all the time. I'd say that right to the teacher. I'd be like, I'm just gonna be famous, I don't even care. <laughs> sure. And I was just thinking, like, I just gotta, like, do one amazing painting and get paid, like, $100,000 or something, you know what I mean? Like, people do that, it happens, you know? Or, like, I just need to write one book, you know what I mean? And then I'll become... And then once I get published, I'll, I'll know that I can do it and I'll write again, you know? Because I would write stories, too. Like, I wrote... I can, like, my teachers would tell me, they're like, just pass in what you have, it's a story, like, so I had, like, a back and front page, and he read it, and he, like, almost cried, he's like, this is beautiful, he's like, you have an unbelievable talent, he's like, why don't you just pass your homework, and I'm like, so I don't fucking want to, <laughs> you know, like, I hated school, I hated it, and, um, I've been told I write, re- like, like, stories, I've been told I write really, really well, descriptive, um, so I always thought, and then when I was, when I was like 20, 25, I was, in, I was with my sister. I, I, I've told a couple of people this story before. I was 25 or 23 or something. I was 20 something before I was 26. I was 26 when I met Joe. So this was before 2016. So it was like 2014, 2015. I was in this little bar with my sister and a bunch of our friends and we were all drunk and I went to the bathroom and while I was going pee I heard this woman doing a medium thing you know like a medium that tells like you know not your future but like can read you or whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like talking to this other woman outside the bathroom so I was like hurrying up to pee so I could like wash my hands and like try to get a conversation with her (laughs) so I go out there and I was like how am I going to start this conversation oh my mom goes to medium parties just so that you're drunk anyways so the other the woman she was talking to leaves the bathroom and it's just me and her the medium in there now. So I turn to her and I go, "Oh, are you a medium? My mom goes to like medium parties and stuff. That's so cool." And she's like, "Yes." Yeah. So and then she just looks at me and she grabs both my shoulders and she's like, "You." She's like, "Whatever you stopped doing recently that you love to do, she's like, you need to start doing it again because I'm seeing like the number six or something." And I was writing a book and I had just stopped writing a book a few like a month prior because of my depression. And I was like, I'm never going to get this done. I'll just scrap it. You know what I mean? And I loved doing it, but I just didn't think I could, you know? And um, she's like, whatever you're doing, you need to start doing that again. So I took that as writing. I took it as writing the book at the time, but it was just writing, I think. And then she's like, and I'm seeing the number six. And I said, oh, I was writing a book. I was like, maybe it's the book that I was writing. So I, you know, and she's like, yes, that could be it. She's like, it very well could be. She's like, I'm seeing the number six, the number six on you. Maybe in six months, if you finish it, maybe in six months you'll be published or, or, or 2016, um, you'll be published or something like that or da 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 da. And I was like, cool. So I just went home and I was like, so happy. I was like, started writing the book again. But when I, I never finished it. I actually started a different one. I'm going to do this one instead. But anyways, 
couple years later, however, X amount of time later, February 6th, 2016, is when Joe and I first talked on Facebook for the first time. Oh, shit. That media may have been on to something, or maybe you should just finish the damn I know. Book. Maybe you should finish the damn Maybe she was just a drunk book, bitch right? in the fucking bathroom, but she fucking nailed it. Maybe it had nothing to do with Joe on February 6th, but you should finish the damn book, and you might have got $6 million. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you're still alive, so you still there's still time. Yeah. There's still time to finish the book. It's not, you know, I, I don't, I'm not... I don't anybody. know. Money's not like a big thing to me. The only thing I would really want a, a bunch of money for is just so I could like make sure my mom and my brother were taken care of. Because Cody's got epilepsy and like I got to make sure he's going to be set up when she passes away because he can't live alone. You know what I mean? And he's like, you know, he's a he's a cantankerous motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like he's a very uh, specific type of individual and he's hard to get along with people you know but he loves me we love each other we have a great relationship That's so awesome. you know if I could have a nice house that I could move in, in into with his own space and like put her up that would be nice but like other than that I think I always just wanted the fame because I wanted the popularity you know I just wanted people to see me for once no absolutely but then when I got there you know like when I met Joe when I went on a date with Joe, I told my friend specifically, I said, listen, I said, please don't tell him I rap because I don't want him to think. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's why I got him down here or something. I wanted to go on a date with him because I denied him a date for like a while. Well, hold on. We haven't gotten there yet, okay? You're getting ahead. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You're getting ahead of Slow down. We don't even know who that is yet in this story, okay? Okay, okay. We haven't even met that character yet. Um, But what you said on you want people to see you, no one, I, to, to, to go off what you were saying about when you got there, no one, and this is just my opinion, but no one no one got to see you then. They got to see, uh, you know, what was portrayed as Blase Rose. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting at. I didn't. I didn't want, when I finally got to where I thought I always, like, you think you want something, like, I thought I wanted the fame because it would give me the popularity so people would see me, but then when I got the opportunity, I was there, I was like, you know, I don't know if I want this, and then now, six years later, it's like, was it worth it, you know? For sure. All the the pain. You know, all the pain, all the hate, all the, 
you know, it, 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 I got dragged, you know, real hard for years. You know, people still try to drag me. So it's like being in the spotlight for anybody. Is it worth it? Like, you know, people dog on Kim Kardashian and they don't know her through a hole in the wall except for what she portrays to the public. And is it all worth it? You know, it's like people think that just because you're in the spotlight, they have a right to abuse you or treat you as they see fit based on what they make you out to be in their own head with whatever information they have on you. You know, they make you into this person that they think you are. And that could be so far from who you actually are. And then you get treated in a way and people think it's justified just because you're in the spotlight. Well, you know, don't don't be there if you can't take it. Don't, you know, you're, whatever they say, you know what I'm talking about. No, absolutely. People are uh, people are terrible. <clears throat> yeah, people are so terrible. It was hard. It was hard as fuck. And I think about it all the time. It's like, man, all the pain and all the shit that I went through was it was it worth it? You know, is this what I want? This isn't what I wanted. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was going to be like this. For sure. But then you see all the good stuff that it brought too, because like there are hundreds upon hundreds over the last six years, hundreds of people of all ages of of male and female, all sexes that have messaged me with like the most beautiful letters about how my shit has like helped them. And then they go into like specifics. And so I know they're not lying. I know they're not just making it up to try to get someone to talk to them. You know what I mean? Like they're being serious and it just makes me feel like, wow. And that's what makes it worth it. It's, it's not, I realize now as an adult, it's not that I just wanted to be seen because I thought that's all life was. Like, you just, once you're famous or once you're popular, your name should be known. Before you die, just make your name known. You know what I mean? But it's not that your name needs to be known to everybody. But it's the it's the message you leave and the lessons you leave in the people that you touch around you. Amen. Amen to that. And that's I what makes it. it worth it. Hell yeah. And I, you know... Uh, us getting opportunities to to share stories like yours and, and other people's um, makes it worth it to us, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's you know what I mean. Like that's what it's all about. And it's it's definitely yeah. people's people's stories, man. Which is I feel like yours has never been told. I was talking about this earlier. I went back. I, I'm getting ahead of myself too, but I went back today and listened to your interview with Scotty D, uh, which is basically like the only real interview you've ever done about anything. Yeah. And uh, I love Scotty D, but that fucking thing is cringe as hell. It's been yeah. so edited, and I know, like, I was told that he was, you know, informed to. Cu- I don't know what you talked about because ninety percent of it's been cut. Well, you know, <laughs> honestly, I'll I'll give you the low down right now. This is this is the real deal. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but I don't care anymore. Um, so. I was so brand new and that and, and it was kind of the same thing about why I didn't perform at gathering. I think it was that that the Don's a psychopathic, not really Joe per se, but Joe a little bit, but like Jump Steady and, you know, Billy and Joey and them and uh, uh, some other people that thought, you know, she's never even been on stage before. How are we going to put her on stage in front of thousands of people? And I told them, I said, I'll do it. I don't know if I'll get up there. I could pass out. I have no idea, but I'll do it. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, no. And they just, like, they didn't know how the crowd was going to react. Like, they just got worried. 
So they just sheltered me. And I don't know if it's because they're men from a different era and I'm a woman. But it's like, it was like a savior pity for the week type thing that I see now. But they thought they were, like, protecting me. They were being, like, big brothers. You know what I mean? Like, oh, trying sure. to protect me. Well, and I, and thought, I turn, heard that interview, too. It was like you were you were probably saying a lot of the things you're saying now. And they're like, that's not going to... Juggalos aren't going to care about Becky's well, no, sad I, story. I, I, didn't talk about, I didn't really talk about much with Scotty at all. You know, there there really wasn't much. I can't... I haven't watched the... the, the um, I haven't watched the interview in a while, but I know it was mostly just me stopping and wondering if I was allowed to say something like if it was giving too much information because I didn't know how to do an interview at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know, like, what, what I should give out yet. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't anything really bad that was... Like I wasn't like giving out psychopathic dirty secrets, well, you no, know. You Joe just... and everyone were right there during the music video. I mean, during the interview, and then they tried to do this, um, this thing at the end. You know where celebrities read mean tweets? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know that like little joke thing that yeah. people do. Uh-huh. They tried to do that with me, where Blasey Rose reads mean tweets, and like apparently I wasn't good at it because. Jump said he was like, "Yeah, we're just gonna cut that whole thing. It just honestly sounds mean when you say it." I'm like, "Oh, because it is." Mean. Like, and then like you just feel bad. It's not funny. Like yeah. you just feel bad. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, I mean, and in, in that time period, to, I mean, not to discredit Scotty because you know, but it's just really added it. But at the time, you were Scotty's been you were awesome. there to promote. Scotty's always awesome. Yeah, for sure. You were there to promote a record and to promote the character of Blase Rose, like. Anything outside of that was not your job, and they just cut the rest of it out. Like you weren't yeah. there to tell your story; you were there to promote the Blase Rose album. Yeah, but, I don't really know what that interview was for. I think it's because everyone was having such a conniption about me being a female and coming out on psychopathic. For sure. So yeah, let's. So obviously we're we're, we're jumping around, but let's go back. So you're you're getting into hip hop. You're performing for your friends. You, you wrote your first rap, which. Sounds like something we should, you know, play jump rope to, but still, it's dope. Yeah, yeah, I'll find it someday. I got it. I got, I got, my, I got a couple books. Like after I, I burned all my poetry back when I was like ten, eleven, twelve, maybe at the latest. And then I ended up getting more books, and I started writing raps because when I was fourteen, I was going to stay back. Okay, so I. First heard ICP when I was fourteen, or no, thirteen or fourteen. I heard I watched uh, I watched that movie. What is it? The uh, the head fuck. The head. Uh, I never seen that one. I probably have. I'm sure you have. The one with with Shaggy's like a crazy psycho, and uh, your head would mean so much to oh, me. Oh, the bowling balls video. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. But it, there was like a movie. Yeah, it was it's a like movie a movie, 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 but it's a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we watched the movie and we listened to like Piggy Pie or a couple or like a couple other things. I don't really remember Boogeyman, I think. And uh, so that was kind of your first introduction to Insane Clown Posse and the Juggalos. Well, yeah, and before that, she had called me a couple days earlier, and she said, "I'm going to put you on the phone with this guy." Yeah, so I must have been fourteen. Yeah, I must have just turned fourteen at this point. So. Um, she's like, I'm going to put you on the phone with this kid named Ian. And he's a juggalo. 
And she's like, get, write all this down. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start writing this stuff down. She's like, juggalos. And she starts naming all this stuff. She's like, 17 moons of Del Rey. She's like, all this stuff. She's like, fucking the Joker's cards. La 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 la. You're a juggalette. Da 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 da. And she puts me on the phone with him and she's like, wants to set us up or something. And she's like, okay, so you're a juggalette. And I was like, okay. And I got on the phone and we talked for a little while. And I was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm not a juggalette. I have no idea what any of this stuff is. He's like, I know, I can tell, but it's cool. And then, like, I went to her house and I met him. And he was, like, my first, one of my first kisses ever. Oh, my and, God. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it was, like, one of my first kisses ever. And I almost threw up in his mouth because we were making out. And we had gotten smeared off somehow. We were smoking cigarettes and marijuana, and I didn't know at the time I couldn't mix because it was, like, my first time doing all those things. So I had, like, one Smirnoff and, like, some hits of marijuana for my first time, and I got the spins, and I, like, almost threw up in his mouth. Fucking juggalos crazy. are bad influences. Holy <laughs> shit. You did all that shit the first time you met another juggalo. <laughs> no. It's no. been all downhill since then. This, that's a whole nother list we should be on. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so... Um, Have you met Juggalos? No, everyone has their own free will. Um, I don't believe in bad influences. Um, so anyways, so then like I spent the night at her house and we listened to all that stuff. And I was like, wow, I like rap. And I was like, I really like this stuff. And like, so I went home and I downloaded a bunch of it on my Dell computer. And a bunch of Twisted and Boondocks and Blaze and, like, all kinds of shit. And, like, I didn't know the difference between them at the time. You know what I mean? I was just listening to it. And it all kind of sounded the same to me at first. For sure. And um, um, then I... Then what happened? Then I'm in... Now I'm in, like, high school. So then... So from that... Because I'm so- in, like, 14, 15 now. So I'm just starting freshman year. And... Um, so it's 2004, 2005. I'm just starting freshman year. I'm a total nerd. Nobody likes me all freshman year. But now you're freshman. a secret juggalo. Then, well, no, I wasn't really at the time. I just kind of listened to it, but I didn't really, I didn't like crazy get into it yet. You know what I mean? But I had to listen to it, like, and I had a few songs on, like, my mixtapes and stuff. You know what I mean? But I didn't like, I didn't know yet. I listened to it. I was getting into the sound, but I didn't like know about it yet. You know what I mean? So how so and, how was um, Tippy born? I'm getting there. Okay. So I'm in high school now. <laughs> it's the end of freshman year, and I meet Nikki and Jasmine. Nikki and Jasmine end up being my best friends that entire summer into our sophomore year. Sophomore year, I stay back. I I'm, I'm now going to my second sophomore year. I'm about to stay back again. Now it's reaching 2008. It's 2007, and I'm about to stay back again. And I'm like, my mom's like, fuck this. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm quitting school. And she's like, you're going to an alternative school. So in 2008, in 2008, I went to an alternative school. And I was there for two years, and I graduated in 2010, two years late. I was supposed to graduate in 2008, but I graduated in 2010. Um, and um, that's when I went to the alternative school is when I met the Juggalo crew that um, kind of hazed me in and went to my first show with, went to my first gathering with. Realized that a lot of other people that I know have Juggalo friends, like my best friend, Brooke, one of my best friends, Brooke, from from high 
high school, we went to theater together. We were like theater buddies. Um, I started hanging out with her outside of school and because um, she started going to the alternative school too. And I found out that her brother's girlfriend was a juggalo and like they had all kinds of juggalo friends. So, like all of a sudden all the juggalos started coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> And I and they started teaching me about it and like what everything meant and like the actual depth of it all, you know. And it just resonated with me. And then from then on, and now we're here. And now we're here. So you're so you're so you're submerged in the juggalo world. You got your juggalo fam. You you're gathering. You're whoop whooping. You're drinking your fagos. Yeah. I'm just talking like an idiot. Uh, I've never really been into soda. You don't have like a soda fetish or nothing. No, I mean, if I do, I do ginger ale or I'll do Sprite. But So I like twist. I do love twist. I gotcha. I love a good twist. But as a, as a young juggalo, you have to, like, you know, cover yourself in soda. You don't have to necessarily drink it. You have to... Oh, I've done... Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've done the Fago showers all... Oh, yeah. I remember when we were juggalo. We weren't even at shows. We would just get Fago and just fight each other in the yard. I was 22 years old. And painting my face every I was I was since I'm just saying 22 that's like in the middle of it because that's just a good age and I was definitely doing it at that age 22 I was in all October we would paint our face every day all day and we'd just go out in public like the town knows about the juggalos or the juggalo crew our crew I we loved it hell yeah we painted the. I, I was the best face painter. I paint everybody's faces every time they came over. So getting deep into the juggalo world, you know, and, and you know, obviously be surrounded by. For most people tuned in, they, they I'm sure they know the experience of being a juggalo and being surrounded by the juggalo love and getting out there. Is that what kind of brought it all together for you? And like, you're like, all right, I want, I want to like do this type of music. Is that where? Is that? Okay, round two. Name something that's not. Boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That were, was Tiffany um, born from the Yes, yeah, so Tiffany was born around bottles. the time I'm... Uh, yeah, Tiffany was born when I went to the alternative school. There was the, the Juggalo crew there. And I started hanging out with one of them. And she's like, we be, started coming besties. And she started trying to bring me around the crew, but they were hesitant about posers and stuff and jug a hose. So, um, um, then we were, uh, my now ex-best friend, Laura, her baby daddy, Cobell, who she was still with at the time, them and a bunch of the guys rapped, rapped. and they rapped good. They still rap good. Cobell, 
Adam Raps Amazing. I don't know what he goes now by um, K something. K fuck, what is it? I don't know. I don't know, but he's awesome. Adam Cobell is his name. He used to go by um, I forgot now. Fuck, man. What was our juggalo name? What was his juggalo name? I don't remember. I think he goes by K-Truth now. So a lot of people like in the Juggalo crew were rapping, and, and they were they were doing... They and then rap. I was like, I write poetry, so I was like, I can probably rap. And I like I tried writing that rap with Cameron once, and I picked it up immediately. I didn't know how to write bars, but I immediately knew how to write to a flow. Like, to a beat. Like, like I know Dr. how to Seuss. flow to a beat and beat on beat. Just like Dr. Seuss when you were a little kid. Yeah, I knew knew how to write on beat. I just didn't know. I would do like, okay, the beat drops in at 26 seconds. That's where my rap starts. And then I go into where I thought I knew where the chorus was. But, man, I used to write so many bars. And I thought one bar was actually two bars. Like, up until I met Joe. And Joe taught me about four count and stuff. He's like, no, your bars are four count. It's like one sentence. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> So I used to write like 32 bar verses. I ain't nothing wrong with that. Doing too much work is better than not doing enough. Yeah, you're right. So you just crewed up with the with the juggalos in the area. They're rapping. You get into it. Obviously, you're already writing. You're already, you know, artistic. So that's it. Just kind of fell into place. Um, and I guess one of those guys ended up you ended up getting married and you fell in love with your juggalo Joe uh Mark was not no Mark lived down the street from me when I when I was living in Minot Okay I was still living in Minot in the trailer at the time I lived I lived in the trailer Minot for almost 10 years So um from when I was, was like 8 till right? I was like you guys 17 like did stuff together mm-hmm. at some point he rapped as well right well, no, well, yes, so he still does. So, um, he lived down the street, and I, me, Nikki, and Jasmine used to get picked up from her friend Chad. We would sneak out of my house. He'd drive down the road. We'd run through the yard. He'd pick us up, and we'd go up 30 minutes to pull, and we'd all get drunk. Well, one day we were up there, and they're like, oh, we're going to go um, down to our buddy Mark's house, and we're going to party over there. Becky, it's actually right by your house, so we can just give you a ride home from there. I'm like, cool. And I was like, wow, this is right next to my house. Like, it literally, there's my house. And then we turned down that road, and he's right there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I used to drive by this school, this house when I was on the bus as a little kid. That's so funny. Um, and then I thought he was, like, the super hottest shit ever in the world. So we ended up getting together. And then he was actually in Iraq when I... Or in, no, he was in basic training or in boot camp and stuff when, when I met the Juggalos. So he had just come home from that and I was trying to teach him about it and he thought it was stupid at first and then I painted his face one day and he felt all badass and then I introduced <laughs> him to them and he liked them and him and Cobell became best friends and then he started rapping with I guess he used to rap in college and stuff but he didn't really do anything he just did it because he could do it and it was like the cool thing to do like it was like a party trick <laughs> um so then he started rapping too yeah and we all just rap we all would just sit around and take out her all and write raps madness so were you, were you guys uh were you married before he went away and he just came home to some juggalo bride waiting for him? Uh, no, we got like, married right before he went to Iraq. I think it was 2009. 
I gotcha. No. Yeah. Sometime. It's all right. We don't need to know the dates. This isn't court. We're not going to hold you. We're not going to hold you to it. Yeah, it was 2009. I was 19 when I got married. Married at 19, and then you you start rapping. So so tip. Where did the name Tippy come? What what made you? Oh, the first Tippy? concert that we were all going to was my first concert, and I was going with the Juggalo crew, and this was like one of my initiations. You know what I mean? Type thing. And no one ever really said that, but that's how it felt. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm gonna be a real Juggalo now. You know? Gang in the uh, finally popping up show cherry. You know, like. Anyways, so uh, she's like, oh, I'm making shirts for everybody with our FOG Freaks of the Graveyard was their thing. And um, um, 207 Freak Team. And they were putting uh, everyone's nicknames on the back of their shirts. And she's like, what do you want me to put for yours? I was like, oh, I don't have a nickname. I guess I was like, I guess Tippy. And I made it up right there on the spot. I said Tippy because it was because my space was just ending around that time too, or it had just ended. You know, this was still. I was like, you know, I must have been eighteen at this time. Was I eighteen? Was I seventeen? How old the fuck? How fucking old was I? You're old. I don't remember. Anyways, um, Tiptoed Now You're Dead was my old MySpace name, and I kind of used Tippy as like a gamer name, so I just said Tippy. And then mm-hmm. tiptoed. Now you're dead. Kind of stuck. Ooh, okay. I always thought it was because like you're drunk and you're like tipsy. I thought Tippy was like tipsy. No. Tiptoed. Now you're dead. From MySpace. Shout out to Tom. Missed that guy. So you you get into rapping and you you so you recorded songs. I mean, there's for people that are uh, internet. Savvy, you can actually find like you mentioned one earlier, um, tracks that you did as Tippy. Like, what was there a goal there? Were you guys doing? I mean, you said you had never been on stage before, so you guys weren't like performing in the area locally or anything like that. Like, what was kind of the the thought process about rapping and 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 all that in that time period? Wait, what was that? I'm sorry, I was reading something. What? <laughs> the last sentence, just the last sentence. Just like in what time period? Well, yeah, like so. Like you, you said you'd never been on stage, and that was kind of an issue with the with the gathering announcement and stuff. So, like, what were you like? What were you guys doing? Like, I know we had, there's recorded music out there as Tippy. Like, what was the goal? What, what was what was the mindset? Well, what I was, was just the idea? doing it to prove that I could do it because I was a chick, and it was cool for this chick to rap. And when I would do it, everyone would gather around, and I would have all eyes on me. But like, were you, were, were you, was like the idea you wanted to be a rapper? Like, I'm going to, uh, you wanted to do shows, you wanted to put out Mm-mm. records, like. What, no, I was just doing it for fun. So what were you, what, like, what were your goals at that point in your life? Or did you have any? You were just enjoying? No, I was just depressed. I wanted to die. Well, that ain't no good. I'm living day to day. So, so what kind of happened? So what happened next? So obviously, you know, we know eventually you met. Joe, but like, what was going on in your life up until that point? You're, you're rapping. You find the juggalos. You're, you're married. 
Um, I was being enabled to lay in bed all day and cry and do nothing and do drugs all day and do cocaine and do Adderall and drink and get drunk and just party every day, all day. Even when I didn't want to anymore, I just still did it anyways. That's what everyone was doing. And I was just miserable. Now, about how old were you at this time? You're like 20? Yeah, 20s. So then... Um. So what happened next? You're you're on Facebook. Yeah, then I'm on Facebook. It's the year of top ten. It's the year of. Uh, I don't fucking know. Um. Quoting your text. Yeah, messages. about five years. There's only five years before I meet Joe. And you're just, you're just after I got married. So I was with Mark since I was 16. Got married at 19. Um, I, I, we separated when I was 24, 25. No, 22, actually. I think I was 22. Then I was. So we separated. I cheated on him when he was in Iraq. When he came home from Iraq, I told him about it. Because it wasn't like, it was just like a fuck buddy thing. It wasn't like I was in love with someone else. I was just, it was just a dick piece. So I told him when he came home. He ended up befriending the guy, which I thought was hella weird, but whatever. And, um, you know, so I'm that shitty, trash-ass wife. I was 19, you know what I mean? And not that that's an excuse, but still. Um, So then, like, 22, he cheats on me with one of my best friends. Um, We split up. I move in with our friend Jitters. Me and Jitters live together. Mark ends up not work, doesn't work out with the girl he cheated on me with. And his dad won't let him live with him. So he's like crying and asks if he can live with us. So I ask. And he, we, me, Jitters, and Mark all live together before Mark and I split up. And then we had to kick out Jitters because he was going to do this thing with this girl and his dad or whatever. And I was left on my own, and I hadn't worked. He had enabled me for years and years and years, and I hadn't worked in years. You know what I mean? I was all just depressed, wreck, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I actually just got a job at a pizza shop down the road. So Jitters and I gave Jitters all the money I had saved up. It was like 200 bucks. I gave Jitters all the money I had saved up. I said, please take me with you, because he found an apartment. I was like, please take me with you. It was three-bedroom. So he's like, all right, but you have to make sure you pay rent on time. I was like, I will. I'll give you all my money. I don't even care. Like, just take me with you. I don't have anywhere else to go. So he did. And then all of a sudden, this thing doesn't work out with Mark. And then he's like, I need a place to stay. And our dumbasses let him stay with us. And um, then I met Josh, my uh, my ex-boyfriend. Um, Josh was um, a really bad heroin addict. He is sober now, I believe. I don't know how long it's been, but he's recently sober. So shout out to Joshua. Shout out Sabs. Um, he is the one that inspired white lights. Um, Josh, we, we were together for a year and we lived together and we bounced around because he was a heroin addict and, um, he would always steal our money and go spend it on drugs or his money would go missing and whatever. And I was trying to work as hard as I could and support us. And he was too, but he was using all his money on drugs. And, um, he was like a heroin addict for like seven years when I met him or something like that. But I didn't know. I didn't know because I had never been around that stuff before. So 
so like a month or two into our relationship um my friend d was like yo he does dope and i was like i smoke weed too and she's like no like dope's heroin and i didn't know that at the time but now i know that's what dope means and um so I didn't believe her, so I started searching the house, and I was like, if I was a heroin addict, where would I hide my stuff? Dude, I found his fucking kit. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was up underneath the sink in the bathroom. Like, like, un- like if you lifted your hands up and put them above the, the inside of the cupboard, it was up there. Some I'm a motherfucking detective, bro. I can put myself in somebody's shoes really fucking easily. I learn people really, really quick. I can learn you and I'll tell you stuff about yourself that you don't even notice. Or that you don't think anyone else notices. Or you don't realize until I make you realize that that's what you do. I do it to fucking Angel and Roxy and everybody all the time. My friends get annoyed by it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just know you. <laughs> like, I can predict our conversations. Like, like I know what they're trying to say hang already. out and chill. Like, why you gotta make it weird? I'm scared already. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I dating the heroin addict. Like, my great grandmother dies, leaves me like $800 in her will, and my mom's like, you need to get yourself an apartment because me and Josh were bouncing at the time. She's like, you need to get yourself an apartment, and that's what your money's going to go to. It's going to go to use your deposit and your rent. So we went into this slum-ass, slumlord building, and Josh was sober for like a month. He tried to get sober. I'll give it to him. He tried to get sober the whole time we were together. He actively tried to get sober. He'd go on methadone. He tried cold turkey. He tried suboxins. He tried. He, he tried. He really did give it an effort, but it's just... You know, it's it's a struggle. It's a real struggle for people. It's sad. And um, he relapsed. I had just gotten Gunther, my puppy, the day before. It was the 4th of July. And... Hey, Gunther. And he he now admits that he took a Klodopin at work, drank a beer at, at Sophia's house, and then... We were broken up at the time, but we were still living together, and I wanted him to move out, and um, he was like, Sophia, take Becky down to the fireworks with you and convince her that I love her and stuff, and I'm not going to go to the fireworks, because I didn't want Gunther to go to the fireworks, so he was going to take the puppy, Gunther, he was only six weeks old, back to the house, and chill with him while we went down to the fireworks, and I was like, but he was stumbling and like slurring his words so I'm like you obviously fucking took something at work like you obviously relapsed or you did something like you look like you're fucking high as fuck right now like I was pissed so I was like berating him the whole way home and we Sophia was only down the street so we just walked back down the street to our house he's like no you're gonna go down the fireworks so I was like no I'm not fucking leaving then he lost the house key so we had to climb through the fucking window of our apartment to get in and then like I was still like yelling at him and stuff so I was pissed and that's when he like blacked out snapped and beat the shit out of me. Jesus. And I had to call the cops and it was like, it was really intense. It was like a good, it was, it, it was, it was really scary because I remember when he pushed me and then he, and then I like had gotten flung down onto the floor at the very beginning and he jumped on top of me and he was like straddling on top of me and he had his hands around my throat while I was like choking me and I was out for a second and I, when I looked in his eyes they, they like, he wasn't there this was the drug and that was so scary 
And I looked over and I was like, in a movie situation like this, somebody would pick up a rock and smash him in the head. That thought went through my head. So I looked over and I saw the ceramic cat bowl dishes. So I grabbed that and I smashed it over his head. And he let me go. And um, I, when he, um, when I went to run, he had got up and he grabbed me from like by the back of the hair and he was throwing me down. And I remember screaming. And right when I started screaming for help, like the, the bridge is right down the street and that's where the, everyone meets and the fireworks go off right there. Right when I start trying to scream for help, the fireworks start going off. Holy damn. And I was like, not only can no one hear my screams over the fireworks, no one's home to hear my screams, even if they could, because everyone's down watching the fireworks. Oh my God. So I was like, I literally need to get myself out of this situation myself. Like, it's one of those things where all of a sudden you're in that situation and you can't believe you're in this situation. Like, it's real. Like, it's real, real now. Like, it's really real. And, um,. Like, Josh doesn't know what he's doing. And, uh, yeah, so that was fucked up. And long story short, police came. I wouldn't write a statement. He left. And then I moved in the next day. Mark Mark had his own apartment at the time that he had for, like, a year. And he found out about what happened. And he was like, I have a spare bedroom. He's like, you can come live with me um, until you get on your feet. So I lived with Mark for, like, another year or two. And um, then I met Joe. Holy shit. That's crazy. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sorry you had to go through such things. Yeah, well, you know, there wouldn't be joy without pain. That is true. It's just sad, for sure. Um, so, so obviously, this time of your life, you're not in, in, the, in the greatest place. You're, you're staying with your, you know, separated husband ex-husband or whatever um yeah we were separated at the time we still hadn't gone through a full divorce on papers yet at that point i think we did like we did like a year after joe and i got together or like maybe six months after joe and i got together mark and i finalized it um and you're so you're just i mean obviously you're in a bad place this shit just happened like holy shit how could you not be in a bad place like um you're partying, having a good time. So what? You know, it's honestly like I'm just a cup half full kind of person. I look at it like a blessing in disguise because even though I was back living with Mark again, Mark's not abusive. And I went through a really traumatic year relationship with Josh. Like he was not stable to be in a relationship. And he's really a good person. He went through um, some rehabs a couple times in the last six years and had reached out to me a few years ago. And part of one of his programs was to make amends with everyone he's wronged. Um, and he, you know, apologized. And he heard the song White Lights and he asked if it was about that. And I said, well, not everything in it is, is about that. But it was stemmed from that experience. Yes, it was me getting that experience out. Yeah. And uh, he apologized. And, and, and you know, I, I have to take that because... There's something that I learned. I'm not very godly, but I do believe uh, in spirit, spiritually. You know, I'm, I'm spiritual, and I think that when you forgive people, you you can't, you don't forgive them necessarily for them. You're forgiving them for yourself because to hold and walk around with that hatred and negativity within you is just gonna dim your light. No, absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. That's that's. So I, I forgave him, and and we talk every. Like maybe once a year, we'll 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 chat 
or something for a few minutes and you know I just hope he gets better and I wish he wish him well and I know he didn't mean it I know it was the drugs I'm, I've seen the good person he can be no, it's great that you have such a positive outlook, but it's still, you know, unfortunate that you had to experience something yeah. you don't deserve that. Yeah. So, so here you are in a in a strange part of life, not really sure where you're going, where you're headed. You're drinking, you know, doing drugs, just kind of. Yeah, when I was living with Mark, I wasn't really drinking <clears throat> much. Then I got into pain pills. I was snorting thirties. A lot um, and doing cocaine. Mm. And yeah, I was drinking. I was. I was drinking like on the weekends, though. Every weekend. But that's still a lot. Like people, I mean, I know a lot of people drink more than that that are listening. But, you know, once you stop drinking for a while, you realize that drinking every weekend is actually kind of a lot. Not that it's a bad thing as long as you can control yourself, but I wasn't controlling myself. For sure. So, I was also doing mass amounts of cocaine. Yeah, that's never good. It's not good for you at all. So then you, so I guess as the story goes, you're gonna have to tell me because it's your story. But so you uh, you find a Joe Bruce on Facebook and uh, decide to send him a friend request and a message. Tell me, tell me how that went. How does that go? Well, I saw, I saw, I don't really ever accept people that I don't immediately know on Facebook. And I saw him pop up and it was like a picture I had never seen before with him with no face paint. Y'all know the picture. Him in that brown flannel. Um, oh, yeah, I see that, yeah. And, and the old I was like, this probably isn't him. And I said, Joe Bruce. I was like, this probably isn't him, but I'm going to friend request it anyways. I'll just delete it later tomorrow or something and then by tomorrow Fago lovers came out and said that it is joe bruce and i look and he accepted my friend request i was like wow he accepted my friend request wow that was like and it's really him no way and i was like i'm gonna send him a letter so i sent him this letter and it said like um you know thank you for all the years of music and everything you've done i know all my friends because of you and you know i used to be going through a really hard time and, you know, my, my friends and the music really are like an outlet for me. You know what I mean? It's like the good time. It's like the light at the end of the dark tunnel when I get to go to a show or, or stuff like that. You know, when I get to see my friends, it's like the light at the end of the dark tunnel. Like ICP, the Juggalo community, the, the you know, the, the carnival. It's, that's what it is for me. It's like instead of cutting, now I had this. It was your release. And, the one um, thing you had to look forward to in your... Yeah, yeah, it was something life. that I had to yeah. look forward to. Yeah, it's something that I could invest in, you know what I mean? It was a constant. It was finally a constant in my life, and I didn't have much of that ever. Um, and uh, so I just, like, pretty much said that, and I sent it to him. And, like, I think it was, like, I don't know, a day later, a couple days later, he was like, Wow, thank you so much for that beautiful letter. I really appreciate it. He said something short back, but it was like he was just really, really appreciative that I wrote him that and like blah, blah. And I like was starstruck. I couldn't believe he he messaged me back. And I didn't want to seem like a hound dog. So I just left it at that. I didn't message him back. I just left it at that. And then like a couple days go by and it's like a Sunday and I wake up and I have a message from him 
And it goes, how's Becky doing on this fine-ass Sunday? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I freaked out. And I was like, called Laura, and I was like, what do I say? Like, do I reply? He has a wife. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you probably shouldn't say anything. And, I, and so I, I ended up replying. I couldn't not. I ended up replying. I was like, you know, you... You, you know, I'm good. I, I said something about him having a wife. You know, like, I don't know if you, yeah. sh- you know, I'm not really interested, you know. And uh, he's like, he, that's when he sent me the Hatchet Herald about how him and Michelle had split up a few months earlier. Yeah. And yeah, um, he was on Facebook. Funny you should mention that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was there right. with the intentions to find women, and he publicly admitted that. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He said he asked Otis and them how people meet girls these days, and they said get a Facebook. Well, it worked. So they made him. So they made him a Facebook. Shout out to Otis. Um, <laughs> he deleted it after he met me, and he hasn't had one since. But yeah, so we started talking a little bit and just kind of getting to know each other. And, um, you know, because I was living with Mark. Me and Mark weren't sleeping together or being together. We were still separated. Like, I had my own bedroom and stuff. But, like, it was still, I'm sure, like, he was really upset when I left. Like, Joe came and, like, helped me get my stuff from his house. He wasn't, like, upset. Like, I think he was upset just because me and him had been, like, together since I was 16. (laughs) And now I'm 25. So that's, like, 10 years almost. And I'm moving away to Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, he was happy for me, but he was, like, sad at the same time. Right. And, uh um, Hold on, you jumped, you jumped way ahead. You just met this guy on Facebook. What's he doing? Coming to get your stuff and taking it to Michigan. Well, no. What? So, we met. So, we're, we're talking on Facebook for, like, you know... We're talking on Facebook for, like, a week or so. And he starts asking me if I would... If he could fly me out to Michigan to go on a date with him. And I was like, listen, I might know who you are... And, like, love you for who you are. But I don't know you know you. Like, you could be a weirdo. Like, I I don't know you. I'm not... I don't even leave my house to let my dog go pee. That's how much depression and anxiety I have. How long do you actually know for sure it was him? Huh? How long... Like, I know, like, you said Fago Lovers had shared that he was actually on there. But, like, even that, like, just getting a Facebook message from someone that says they're Violent J. Like, were you even sure you were talking to the right guy for a while? Um, I guess not. <laughs> now that you put it like that, I mean, I just believed it because Fago Lover said it, and I was naive back then. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it very well could have not been, but it ended up being. It really was. Anyway, so I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't about to fly out to no fucking Michigan. I don't even go outside my house. Like, I don't fucking think so. Right. And finally, I told him, like, he wouldn't let up. He's very persistent. And finally, I told him, I said, okay, listen, if you come to Maine, I'll go on a date with you. That motherfucker flew out the next day, got a hotel, got a car service. That didn't even rent a car for him to drive. He got a car service to drive us around. <laughs> That's fucking And uh, took me out on a date. And the only, the fanciest place we got in that town is Buffalo Wild Wings. So we went there. Hey, I love me some B dubs. Yeah, me too. Or I used to. I don't really like it anymore. It's kind of gross. I don't even eat meat, and I still like B dubs. Yeah, I, I used to like their. They had these garlic mushrooms, breaded mushrooms. Those are good. And they had a Southwest sauce and stuff, but they got discontinued them forever ago. 
Damn, that's pretty amazing. He can hop on a, a plane the next flight, but he can't show up for concerts. I don't uh, get it. Uh, uh, like, which concerts, though? Which concerts, though? Because some people will bitch, like, in Birmingham, Alabama one day. he uh, we, were, we were there on tour. Bust pulled up. And the show was that night, and he canceled it, and everyone had a conniption. Well, he canceled it because he had to fly home immediately because JJ was only a couple, like 13 years old at the time, and he fell off of uh, something and shattered his leg. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Damn. Okay, <laughs> so if their show's canceled, best believe Joe's usually got a damn good reason. Fair enough. You better check just yourself, Rue. Not, not to, not to. I'm just <laughs> saying, damn. people don't. Oh, you no, you're right. People I'm not saying every it. time. I'm not saying every single time, but the majority of the time, Most he's likely. got damn good reasons. It just sucks that there. It seems to be a lot of cancellations and or like. <laughs> well, know. I don't know. As of lately, I. I mean, I haven't been around for a while now. He's been with Laney for. I don't know. It's got, it's getting there already. They've yeah. been together since like. Off and on for a minute. After though. gathering. Shortly after gathering, they got together. What's after August? September. Yeah, they got together in September. <laughs> He's like, I don't know the specific date, but it was definitely September 14th for sure. Well, because <laughs> what's in August, <laughs> well, no, because I I hung out with him um, not romantically, but I helped him at gathering this last year, and he hadn't met Lainey yet. But he just so. met you in our story. You guys are on your first date. You're at the, you're at Buffalo Wild Wings enjoying some fine boneless wings and some pictures of their finest ale. Um, how did it go? No, he didn't drink. We didn't I'm just drink. Bullshit. I don't know what he had. But how, Wait, maybe so, we drank. We might have drank. So what I was don't that know. experience like? He wasn't ever like? a big drinker. Like we but just, anyways, we just, I'm saying, like, what was that like? Like we just kind of heard your, you know, your the cliff notes of your life story, like. Well, you and know, so, he wants to pretend it was him so, on a date with Joe. No, so, okay, I'll put it. I'll put it in a, a fan perspective. I'm at my best friend's house, Violent J, the Duke of the Wicked, has just flown in in one day to take me, Becky, on a date. He rented us a car, and he's going to arrive any minute now. I'm sitting on the couch, nervous, butterflies in my stomach. What the fuck am I even doing? I haven't gone on a date in years. Should I even do this? Is it even going to be him when he shows up? What if it's some creepy guy? Oh my god, the car's pulling up. The car pulls up. I go outside. He comes out around the... He comes out of the back seat on the passenger side and walks around the back of the car. His shirt's unbuttoned. It sweeps open a little bit, so it's kind of geeky. And he reaches out his hand to give me a handshake. And he's moving quite fast. Like, he's he's definitely nervous, too. And then he gives me a hug, and we get in the car, and we just start talking. We've always had really good conversation, and we just, we didn't even eat our food at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's why in the Hatchet Herald, he talks about me walking around with doggy bags. Because, motherfucker, I know you've been rich and famous for damn near your whole life, and you're just used to, you know, not taking stuff home. But I'm a po-ass bitch, and my best friend's got two kids, and we didn't eat any of this food. I'm taking it home. (laughs) You know? So, uh, yeah, so we just talked and we talked about like, you know, do I want kids? Would I ever have kids? Am I okay with kids? And, and he's like, uh, we both were kind of like, and I was asking him questions like that too and stuff. And we were both kind of like, you know, it's not weird because of our age and we don't really have time to be wasting. I would hate to be like 
he doesn't want to have another kid, but I really want to have another kid. And then three years into the relationship, we realize this, you know, right. so it's good to get that kind of stuff out of the way. Those big red, those, those big, uh, you know, lines, you, you know what I mean? Like the, 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 not the red flags, but the, what is it called when something's like a no go? I know what you're saying. Uh, I just I don't I don't you know I, I, I don't have the word for it, but I know what you're, I know exactly what. Yeah, you're saying. so we were talking about stuff like that. The shit that's and important then, um, to me. Let's get it. Let's just, you're, you're doing like relationship checklist. Like, is this going to work out? Or are we wasting our time? Yeah, is this going to work out or is it not? You know, I mean, I'm trying to be fucking wasting here. And um, then she's like, "Yeah, let's go go see your friends. Let's go to that bar and see your friends." I was like, "Oh my god, okay." Like that's what I was dreading. So we go to the dive bar, which is the acne that we always go to. And my friends are there. And my friend Tammy, the one that introduced me to everything, is there. And I never even told her that I even talked to Jay. So all of a sudden, I walk up. She's playing pool. And I walk up to her. And she turns around. And I point to Joe. And I go, Tamron, this is Violent Jay. And she looks at him. And she looks at me. And her tears, eyes well up with tears. And she goes, no, it's not. And I go, yes, it is. And he's like, yeah, it is. And she goes, no, it's not. And she just starts hugging him. It was the cutest thing ever. And then they, and then the first thing they do, do you know Becky raps? And it was all snowball from there. Oh, it's a fucking avalanche, snowball to an avalanche from there. So then you just hopped up on stage and said, play the karaoke DJ. No, no, then then (laughs) he wanted to hear me rap. (laughs) We went back to his hotel room. We talked about if I would want to become a rapper, if that's something I was interested in, what my look would be, what my character would be, what I would want to portray, what I would want to talk about, like, just everything. We were just conversating, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um... And then I made him turn all the lights off, and we laid on the bed in silence. And I made him listen to Beethoven, uh, not Beethoven, I made him listen to Claire de Lune. Why? Which is a <laughs> classical. Why? Um, to meditate. Mm-hmm. Well, I just like classical, and I just, I don't know why I made him do that, but he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It may have meant a lot to him. You know, I'm sure it did. And no we beat. talked like the whole night, you know, we talked like the whole night and then we laid there for a little while and kind of rested our eyes. And then the next morning I went home. We didn't sleep together because I have my moral thing is not on the first date. <laughs> she doesn't fuck on the first date. Nope. Nope. Well, that's why that's why he had to have a date number two. Yep. You guys have met Violent Jay, I think. <laughs> or at least heard him, heard him speak. He had to go for number two. So at this point, so I mean, you, obviously you guys hit it off good. Things were going great. Um, two people falling in love or what have you. Um, so what kind of, like, where did, when did the, obviously you even said you talked about it on the first night. So when did the Blase talk? Like, when did, how did that whole thing come about? Like, Cause, like, I know a lot of people listening know, at least after the fact, they might know um, that that was kind of the the female rapper was kind of a thing that he had been looking for for a long time. Like, they tried to get Whitney Payton. I didn't know that. They, they tried to get Whitney Payton uh, to be the first. I had no idea. Well, I mean, you you didn't know that now, or you didn't know that at the time. No, I didn't know that then. 
Well, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I'm not, I didn't think you did, but I'm saying, so like, when did that conversation come up with you? Like, when did it become like a real conversation? Like, when was Blase born? Like, how did that that whole thing come into play? That night, just that night, you were like, yeah, let's do it. He was talking. He said something, Blase, Blase, and I was like, what's that mean? I'd never heard that expression before, and I was like, why doesn't that be my name, Blase? Because I asked about Tippy. He said no, something new and fresh. And I was like, okay, what about Blase, Blase? Because he had said that word, and I never heard it before. <coughs> and we looked it up, and it was already a hip-hop group. So yeah. we were like, okay, well, what about... what?" He's like, what about, like, a flower or something? And I was like, Rose. And he's like, yeah, Blase, Rose. And I was like, I like Blase, Rose. That goes off the tongue. So I like the way Blase rolls off the tongue. And, um, and I like roses. <laughs> um, so that was that. And I was like, I always wanted the half-black, half-long hair, but it was supposed to be half-black, half blonde hair but it was supposed to be long and he's like before my hair was long and brown at the time really long and it was all natural at the time and he's like before you do anything drastic to your hair he's like why don't we buy a bunch of wigs and you can try them on and see how you like it and then we can do something to your hair and lo and behold he really wanted me to do the short hair and I was like no 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 I fought him on it so hard and then he's like he made me buy one short haired wig and that's the one I ended up liking (laughs) And then the wig was born. It was born. Blase was The wig was born because at first I didn't want to cut and dye my hair that short. I was scared to. And then I ended up cutting it short. And then I ended up just dyeing it all kinds of colors but half black and white. Until the Juggalo Day in Florida. That was my real hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So, so uh, I'm just trying to put it all together so how does a, a conversation in a hotel room on the first date turn into a real life contract with psychopathic records and well uh um, so he went home he stayed one more night and then he ended up going home and then he guess he told jump steady and joey and billy about me and that he's like you got he's like i want to see you again so then i would fly out to him i guess like i guess i will now that i know you and i know it's you i'll fly out so i flew out there and he's like we're gonna put you in the studio and he's like they they need they need proof he's like you need to record a couple tracks a demo that i can show them to show them you've got what it takes so i went there and we recorded broken and bulimic becky and toolbox i believe Wow, and so were these like a version of it? It was like a yeah. rough version of it. Now, were those songs that you had like is that things you had raps you had already written or poems you had already wrote? No. So how did how did you guys create those songs together? Like how did that? I just wrote them. Just right then. Just yeah, like, they right, got me beats, and I just wrote them in the, the Lotus Pod. Wow, that's awesome. So right there. So everybody else was. Uh, they were on board like everyone's like this shit's dope yeah you know joey said he always he's like when when um around the time they kicked me off the label joey had said to me he's like you know i i I know you have the talent he's like i've always thought you have the talent he's like i just don't feel like you want this like it's not something that you want you know and I don't even know if he's right because then once I figured out what it all entails, I don't know if it's something I really want. You know what I mean? But then, then it goes back to the both the people it helps makes it worth it. You know what I mean? The people who do enjoy it, the lives that I do get to touch, do make it worth it. You know, that's what I want. 
No, oh, absolutely. Um, so I mean, that's like obviously that was a. I mean, once it got announced anyway, it was a, it was a strange time for you. But like, what was it like leading up to that? Like before before the Juggalo world knew about Blase Rose, obviously you were working, you were in the studio, you were things were happening. Like, what was that like? Like, you're you're like at this point. Something you didn't even know you wanted, or maybe you wanted, you weren't sure about, was kind of becoming a reality. You were an artist on Psychopathic Records. Like, what was going on in your like in your mind? Like, wh- like what was just life like for you? What were you thinking? Like, how crazy was it? Um, how crazy was everything? Like, my life, my whole life's just been crazy. I don't even know. Like, half the time I think I'm in a dream. Right. But I mean, you—I mean, we, we were just talking about how you're you're in the in the trailer and you're getting picked on at school and and uh, you know shit's going on with the counselor and now here you are flying to Michigan with a recording contract with. with I know. Of- I feel like I got in a car accident somewhere and I'm <laughs> in a coma. I still think about it to this day. Like my ex-boyfriend's violent. Jay, what? What happened? I lived in his house and like what? Right. So was that? It's so just like. So was that a big thing for like Joey and Rob and and Bill if if he makes decisions that when so like when, yeah the four had, of them make the decisions yeah obviously they wanted you to what? prove yourself in the studio but like you know when you obviously when you got announced to the Juggalos there was a lot of hate like you know she sucked dick for a label for a, a contract all that bullshit but were they kind of on not obviously that but like oh you're just you're Joe's girlfriend. You have to like really prove yourself because of that reason. Was like, yeah, was yeah, absolutely. Difficult. I think so. I feel like that. Yeah, but probably. You- I mean, I never really got to know. Um, they don't ever really hang out. Like, they're not. They don't hang out. The four of them because they work together and they've been working together for so many years. They don't like hang out and like do like lots of holidays and parties and stuff together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't really get to know the other guys very much i mean rob and billy a little bit but i really didn't get to know joey and um i don't know if i'm supposed to say this stuff either and i don't really care anymore but joey's wife never didn't really like me after a while and i think it's because of all the the hatred and she just kind of thought like maybe this was a mistake i don't know she could never give a real explanation of why she didn't like me i'm sure she will come up with something now if she listens to this but um. So yeah, that was kind of like a a kind of dagger, you know what I mean? Because I, you know, Joey's so important to to Joe. I really wanted to have a positive relationship with him and his wife and like their family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, especially when you're, you know, you're in a relationship with his best friend. Yeah. So that was hard, you know. That was that was a hard thing because I really did want to have a relate positive relationship with her and with with them and you know so that that was like a big big hard really hard part of it and that was probably after like the first year or so so but i mean besides that like i mean obviously things things were fairly good in, in the relationship portion of you guys but so now you're working on this record as an artist like I know you were you were with like uh, Otis a lot and a few and some other people in the studio. Like, what was that like? Like, that was your first experience recording and doing anything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I had recorded it on a a recording mic in the um, bathroom at our house and stuff like that. But 
never in a real studio and stuff. And I had met Otis before, so it wasn't weird seeing him. Oh, yeah. I'm not really starstruck by people a lot. Yeah. Well, I didn't you know what I mean? Like, I, I've met quite a few famous people being with Joe, and I've never really been, like, starstruck, where I'm, like, off my rocker. Like, after meeting him, I didn't, like, it wasn't, like, a big deal. Because I realized they're just normal people, because I knew Joe, and, like, Joe's, like, the biggest famous guy in the fucking world to me, and it's like, well, he's just normal just an average Joe. <laughs> Literally. Well, he's not average. He's very special. He's a very special guy, but still, you know what I mean. But he's a, he's just a person. We're all just people. He eats shits and bleeds like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, we're all just humans. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Sorry, these people are asking weird questions. Uh, so then it, Yeah, is he saying anything in here? Because I'm, I'm trying not to... No, nobody's saying anything crazy. Someone, uh, when you were talking about Renee, someone said maybe it's because she likes Michelle. Which could maybe be... Maybe it's because... Oh, yeah. Well, her and Michelle were not friends before Joe and Michelle split up. They did not like each other either. So, so my enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Gotcha. Kind of um, situation. But yeah, that's, Again, don't know if I'm supposed to say any of this or if I'm going to get in trouble. I don't really I care. I don't see why you get in trouble, but it's not anybody's Well, you know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, you, you you finished the record. Like, like what was going on? Like, what like what was the plan? Was there, like, a big... Obviously, there was a big rollout. Like, you had this character of Blase Rose, which is, you know, partially you and partially, you know the character like you guys are getting ready to well, announce it, was, it to the juggalos was, I, think like, out of, I think out of all the psychopathic characters that they've ever come out with mine was the closest to me for sure no. like it might not have been like i might have been wearing contacts and a fucking wig but like i wasn't really playing a character i was a really hurt broken abused trauma-filled individual when i came out and i was expressing all that pain in my music because the best thing to do is let other people know that they're not alone because you feel your depression manipulates you into thinking that there's something wrong with you and you're alone in this battle and no one will understand but it's lying right no for sure um yeah, I know that was it. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, that, that obviously we only have the one EP, but like, I feel like it was a lot of the people that didn't receive it well when it came out in retrospect realized what it was more so than, uh, you know, the initial reaction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like everyone's like, oh, you're the, uh, you know, you're people uh, jumped on the bandwagon before they even knew. So many people are like, oh, it's all about rape. They didn't even listen to it. Besides, in the chat right now, if if you're one of the people that say, I didn't listen to Blase Rose because it's all about rape. Besides the song, Raped at 15, out of the seven tracks on that EP, which other song is about rape? Besides the one named 
raced at 15. So you can totally skip that song. I do. So, like, they're literally making it up that it's all about rape. Like, no, it's not. You no. didn't even listen to it. You listened to what somebody said about it, and then everyone jumped on that fucking bandwagon, and they all thought they knew something. And it was the trend. The trend was to shit on Blase Rose. It fucking trended, mm-hmm. and everyone thought they were cool if they shit on me because I was the loser. Absolutely. In a group of people that aren't supposed to have losers and outcasts. In a group of people that brought me out of feeling like a loser and an outcast. Brought me right back in to feeling like a loser and an outcast. It was so confusing to me as a human being. I can't even imagine. And a lot of people didn't like not to stick up for the people who were hating because they were wrong but people just believed what they heard and nobody knew the story so people are assuming you got a record deal because you're Violent J's girlfriend people are assuming that you didn't write these tracks because you're not a rapper so why are you why are we getting these un- and juggalos aren't used to that type of music that side of the story from a female perspective, like all these things. I know. I was that. Ju- I was a juggalo. I was a juggalo for what? I found out when I was, what, 13 and I was 26 when I became a rapper. So for how many years is that? Six, uh, September. seven? September. From 13 to 26 is 13 years. 13 years. Yeah, 13 years. I was a juggalo for 13 years. I was that juggalo. You know? I, I was in the world. Absolutely. No. I've never seen them react that way to anybody that came out on Psychopathic that hard. Not that hard. People were, were death threatening me. People were contacting my family, telling them they sh- that my mom, that she should have had abortion. Jesus Christ. With me. Like, people don't know the extent of the abuse that I went through with some of these haters. They made Facebook pages. Uh, you know, the memes didn't really bother me. Everything kind of bothered me at first because I didn't know how to handle it. You know, I was like, wait, wh- they, these are my people. These are my people. And, and they think that I'm like this brand new chick. Like, they don't fucking know. Like, I don't, and you don't, I don't know how to talk to them all. Like, I don't know how to talk to everybody and be like, whoa. You know, it's like, it was like the hazing all over again. Only on a like bigger, a yeah, bigger fucking level, to the extreme. To yeah, to it, that's yeah. How could anybody know how to handle that? So like, so like, I don't know if you can remember, but it's just like so. The year prior, obviously, everybody know. Well, most people know you were obviously at the gathering. You've been to several gatherings. You're doing the juggalo thing. A lot of people, you know, pulled up the the wet t-shirt contest from the year before. Like, obviously, you're already a juggalette. You're out there doing your thing. A year, lo- a year later, we get the announcement on the main stage about Blase Rose. They hand out the CD at the seminar. Like, I'm assuming, like, prior to that point, it was, like, all positive. Like, like oh, shit, this is really going down. Like, what kind of happened? Like, like, do you remember, like, how everything just kind of went crazy or... No, it was it wasn't really much of it wasn't positive at all. My home, I started moving to Detroit. My friend crew, I was like the glue, I guess, because they all started falling apart. 
my sister got separated from her fiance. Mark and Lo my ex-husband and my best friend got together, which I didn't really care about. I still don't really care about, but it's still weird. Um, and like everybody just fell apart. Everything fell apart at back home. And then like once I dropped, like all my friends turned against me. Like Chuck Reeves and stuff, and other people were trying to buy information off my old friends about me to make hate videos and stuff and like it was just Jesus. A it was a ter all terrible experience really except for those few peppered in messages over the years from people who 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 got it who yeah. understood me 10 out of 10 my, true, my day ones my day ones they all know who they are my day ones i love you I think I feel like there's more. I think there's a lot of that out there that you you know you may not have gotten or people because there's there's a lot of people that still uh, you know like you said some people have came around but like you know even people in the chat are talking like K pop yeah says, Chuck Reeves apologized to me me and Chuck had a really long good uh, conversation and like he's been really positive on all my pictures now he's like one of the first people to comment on my pictures saying you go girl and stuff like that like. It's just weird, but it's like when I talked to her and he said that his mother recently passed away. Um, and he said, I just, he said, I'm just, you know, sick of things and I just want to do better, essentially. You know, he's just at that point in his life where it's growth. I think a lot of people are, you know. Well, we're all and getting I appreciate older, it. you know. I appreciate it. I'm all for forgiveness. You know what I mean? I'm all for forgiveness. People, people, I don't care who you are or what situation you are in or what you're doing or what you've done. We're all really just doing the best we can or the best we know how with what cards we've been dealt. Most of us. For the sure. majority of us. There's like 1% that yeah, that are there's, just fucked. There's, I'm going to say there's some actual just straight up bad people out there. But, that is uh, true. Well, like, there is, but what, are, what uh, circumstances they come from to become bad like that, though? Not no, that it's an excuse, true. but you can't take someone that was from an abused home. Even, you know, a pedophile that, because, not saying it being a pedophile is a good thing, but if you were a pedophile that you grew up in a home where you were molested and then you end up being a pedophile, like... They, that person does not know any better. That person was a little child being molested, and they think that, that they were conditioned into thinking that that's okay. And that they know it's not okay, but their brain manipulates them. It's a sickness. People are sick out there. Everybody's sick. People, get help. Get help. Get some help. Get some help. Get some goddamn help. Uh, <laughs> K Pasta in the chat room said on a, a minute ago. He said he he said it many times. Psychopathic didn't deserve you, Becky. You had the potential to create what you have now all on your own. Yes, and you know Joe has actually said something like that too. He said when he when I sent him the trying EP and stuff, he listened to it and he said, Becky, you know if you let I, don't quote me, but in a nutshell, he said, Becky, you know. If you get in the studio and you let any motherfucker at all try to influence or tell you how to make your music, even me, he's like, you'd be doing yourself a discredit at this point. He's like, you know exactly what you're doing. Right. There you go. I'm like, because of you, though, because of him, because of the years with him and Joey, like, Joey's, like, Joe taught me 
the four count. That's the biggest thing that Joe ever taught me was the four count. And Joey taught me when I would try to put in syllables, when I would have a syllable missing, he's like, you don't need to add another word. He's like, just draw a word out an extra syllable. I was like, oh. and it like clicked. <laughs> like I've done it before, but I didn't think to do it then. And now I think to do it now. If you learn, see, you're taking away positives from, you know, all the negativity and the chaos and all that stuff. You, I mean, you came out a better person, you know. Yeah, you I did. A, I needed it. I needed to go through all this. So, you know, I needed it. It was hell. It was hell. But, you know, the struggle breeds greatness. Exactly. So what happened next? So the record, the, you get announced, they play the video. Obviously, there was a lot of speculation on why you didn't perform. And, and you know, we touched on that, them kind of protecting you because they didn't know what to do um the record comes out you get you get negative feedback you get positive feedback all whatever's going on i'm sure that was expected like you know what i mean like even when twisted came out way back in the day people hated on them for a long time before they became as popular as they were um i'm assuming that was expected with you but but obviously there was there was turmoil things were happening in your relationship things were happening like what was going on behind the scenes what was happening what kind of ended that, that 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 relationship? Not only with with I guess you and Joe were having problems, but obviously you and psychopathic as well. Uh, and it seemed to come pretty quickly. So, like, what was kind of going on in that time? Joe and I broke up. That was it. Joe and I just broke up again. It was pretty much it. We went through a real big breakup. I don't even remember over what we broke up so many times over the years. And. Um, yeah, and then they just were like, this is just too much. I agree. I mean, I mean, for like Joey, Billy, and Rob, it was me being unmanageable because it was just the battle of Joe and Becky breaking up all the time. And now they have to coexist together with bad blood on tours and stuff. So it was just like all too much for them. And they were just like, we've we got to let her go. Like the relationship got in the way of it. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you, yeah. you know, with everybody being so tight knit, it, you know, you go into a room and, you know, it's like, it kind of makes an awkward situation. Like, ah, oh, what do we do with our hands? We can't you have know? studio yeah. if you're just going to break up. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but to, 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 to not, you know, make it sound like it was all them, for sure, I was, I was very hard to work with. I was going through a lot of issues at the time. I was, when Joe met me, I was unmedicated on having depression, anxiety, BPD, all kinds of issues. You know, I was just getting medicated during those times. I was dealing with all the stress of all the haters, all, losing all my friends, moving to a new area, new relationship. Um, just a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of new stuff, a lot of stuff ending all at the, all at the same time. It was kind of a, a overload and I, and I took it out a lot on, on everybody around me. It makes for a very toxic, creative environment. I mean, I can't yeah, imagine it. Very. Yeah, that, it's very hard to make good creative stuff when all that shit's going on that you have to deal with mentally. So at that time, you so you and you and Joe break up. You you know whatever it is, what it is. We don't got to talk about all your personal issues with each other, uh, but. From my understanding, and tell me if this is true or not, they released a statement that, you know, Blase Rose is no longer on Psychopathic, she's unmanageable. That same statement was how you found out that you were no longer on Psychopathic? Yeah. Oof. That's fucking... That sucks. That's crazy. I was in Maine at the up. time, and I called Rob, or I text Rob right away, and I was, like, crying, and I was like, you guys couldn't have, like, fucking called me and told me that you were about to 
post this message. Like, I had to find out from a text message, and they did apologize, but it was still, like, fucked up. That's like, that was, move. like, probably the most fucked up thing they did is not call me and at least let me know that they were going to post that message. Like, that's all I found out. Like, at least fucking tell me. That's like ghosting somebody because you don't want to tell them something. Like, like I'm just not right? going to answer their phone call because I, it doesn't. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I don't want to do yeah. it. No, that whole thing seems terrible to me. Yeah. But I was very explosive at the time, so who knows what they thought I might have done if they would have told me first. For sure. So you, you know, so, so what was I don't the plan know. After that, so here you are. Like I said, we're all just doing the best we can. Absolutely. But you're growing from all of these things, and you're you're trying and to be a better person. Least, yeah. I mean, eventually, but it takes time. Like I said, you know, it, it takes a while to you know for some things to realize that, like, oh shit, you know, fuck. But the 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 main thing is that you know you're trying to be a better person, and you know I know I'm going through the same shit. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, the main thing is just it, it, you always try to make tomorrow better than today. Amen. My freaking phone is like at 10%. Hold on. I got to make sure I don't have apps up because I haven't plugged, plugged in, but it like keeps like not going and stuff. But anyways, keep going. You're going to die on us. That ain't no good. Uh. Yeah, well, I was going to try to look up some information and I was hoping it was going to be a certain number. So oh, hold man. on. Uh, um, so when all this happened, they announced that you're no longer in the label. You and Joe broke up at the time, and obviously, I, we know you've had your ups and downs since then. But at that moment, like, what was the what what was the plan? What was the idea? Like, was Blase gonna keep going? Were you gonna keep doing your? So thing? a like, rose takes up to three years from a seed to its first bloom. Just saying. So I'm a rose, Blase rose. We gotta give you, you know, at least three growing, years to growth. I think it's been three years <laughs> though. You should be, you should be good. Oh, it's been six. Yeah, I'm, I'm flourishing now. There's, you guys. She's a bush. <laughs> You've already like whittled away and grew back. She's, she's a bush. Yeah. Well, just get rid of that. Seasons. But anyways, what were you asking? I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. Like what? What were you gonna do next? You're, you're, you're now. You're a rapper, regardless of how good or bad it is or you know the the pain that came with it from all the hate from the juggalos who were supposed to love you and now you're dropped from the label which almost solidifies the people's hate what what like what was the plan what were you gonna do next like what was where where were you at then were you back to where you started well, i was just chilling in my misery contently until angel and roxy came around and told me awakened me from my crypt and said, "Bitch, you got me some fucking music." So you just been chilling like, in your right. uh, in your sadness until they they kind of got. I mean, I know you released yeah. like, a couple tracks here and there, but I don't know. No, I haven't really released anything since I've been off psychopathic. Have I? Every word. Yeah, there was like that's three, it, though, but they're right? like gone now. Coroner's exam, every word. Yeah, but that's old. That's old, old. That's nothing new. It was still, it was new no, to no, release. Oh, it was new to the public. Right. You know, no, you're right. Coroner's exam. I thought you meant corner store. No, no, no. Coroner's exam. And there was another one too. Bite the bullet. Sleep creeper. Oh yeah, that one too. Sleep creeper was on psychopathic though. I think wasn't it? it I was yeah. still with Joe when I came yeah, out was with those songs. Something. Yeah. So we'll just say the air of psychopathic since I've been with Joe. This is the first project. Trying is the first project I've done first official, independently sure. or, you know, without psychopathic or Joe's help. You know what I mean? Uh, he did uh, hook me up, hook Angel and I up with a day of studio um, 
uh, while I was in Kentucky one day because I need we needed to get we needed to get our shit done, and I was like, Joe will know a studio. They, they got connects. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. but other than that, creatively and uh, financially, we've done everything trying ourselves. So uh, I have to ask you before I forget, the homeboy DC Fago guy would kill me if I didn't. What does uh, what does the acronym stand for? Um, what does the acronym stand for? Oh no, I'm supposed to. I don't know if I'm supposed to say yet. Is it a secret? Uh, I don't know if it's a secret. I th- it's kind of a secret. It's like in it's in it's in the plan. You know, it's just like a thing. I, I don't know if I should say yet. Well, well, if it is a secret, just tell us half. It's Tippy, Roxy, Inanna. Gunther! Shut the fuck up! Gunther, we love you. Calm down. Don't listen to her. (laughs) Hey, Millie. (laughs) Shut your little whore mouth. Millie! So it's your, it's it's just represents your guys' names, the, the Trinity? Is that the is that the idea? Until uh, more is yeah, revealed. Until more is. <laughs> so there could be more. Until, uh, there could be more to it. There is more to it. You there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What? Okay, so uh, let's talk about trying. Obviously, the, the album came out two twenty two twenty two. The EP, EP out of nowhere. A lot of people weren't expecting it. Roxy Red is uh, most known for two things, I believe. Uh, one is her marriage, or former marriage, and uh, the other is for a Blase Rose diss track. Mm-hmm. So uh, how how did this uh, how did this combination come about? How did how did you? Well, Ryan and I used to be cool, and um, before he dragged me through his to hurt Roxy through their fucking divorce like a piece of shit would um anyways um and I think something was going on and some of you people were saying something and like before uh everyone was doing like little shows about it and before CPN did I would call CPN and I'd be like this is like the real story you know what I mean because CPN he always did me a solid. Whenever I would tell him stuff, he kept it confidential unless I told him he could use the information. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he always respected that. So um, so I found out he was married to Roxy. And something was, I think something was happening. I can't remember what, though. Something stupid. And I called him up. And I was talking to him about it for a few minutes. And I was like, so I heard you married Roxy Red. And he's like, yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, is she with you right now? And he's like, yes, yeah, right here in the car with me, sitting next to me. And I was like, put her on the phone. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound like it's going to go well. well uh, no, of course not. I'm married. That's <laughs> how I do. Put her on the phone. And I and she's like, hello. And I was like, so what's up? Are we cool or are we beefing still? <laughs> she's like, no, dude. She's like, I'm sorry. I was, she's like, I actually feel really bad about this track. She's like, that's not like, that's so out of character for me and not who I am. And. Like, I, I've actually meant to apologize for you, and I actually deleted it already. I took it down, and da-da-da, and she was just cool. And, like, now that I know her, it does seem so out of character for her to do something like that. Well, jumping on the Blase hate train, it, it was just, it was weird, because I, I, 
I was a yeah, fan. Yeah, she, she admitted, she said she used the name, for, she just, she's like, everywhere, you were hot at the time, she's like, so I used your name for clout. I mean, I mean, that's real though. That's what we're doing right now. Hey! Oh, no, man. that's, that's not what we're <laughs> doing. Uh, but so, yeah, again, growth, you know, right just growth. Yeah, that that whole tra- train was weird. Like watching everybody, like all the people that participated, in it, I'm like, that's just it's just weird. Like, why are you hating on on her? Like, I mean, it, it, I don't know why it became so popular to hate on you. Like, I mean, I get why people were like, oh, this, that, and the other, but it's like, like, like everybody wanted to do it. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you guys are just wanting to be part I of think the a crowd. Lot of I guess. it starts as a joke. Yeah, but and I, then it turns into real fucking. I think shit. people just wanted to be involved. I think these they just like, oh, everybody's doing yeah. like, oh, look just at like me. Memes like, on the internet, like yeah, it's the same. It's, but it's, yeah, it's I, like it's supposed. Some somebody it, may have did it as joke, or they said some stupid shit like you suck dick, like as a but, crack, and then it becomes a rumor, and then all of a sudden people believe it as fact, and then people just dislike shit because of somebody making an ignorant joke out of fun because we communicate in one second now people yeah. say stupid shit and, and you know people in real life are different than the people they see on on the screen and you know it's a show I, I think it was way yeah. more hateful because you know because it was on a screen you know you didn't see the yeah. person and, and and it also was like oh i'm involved and like oh we're all fucking getting real mean with this it's so much fun and uh, yeah, I, and clickbait. It, I, it clickbait and clout. Like she and, said people literally found things to like hate on it. Yeah, it, I mean, fuck. Yeah, I think it just got so blown up so quick that like <laughs> you know there was. Kate, no- Kate Pat said the mid south monster goes random juggalo article. Blase hates dogs. <gasps> you know, I've seen stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. I've seen this girl used to go on all the stuff that I would do for animals, and she'd be like, "You're just faking it, so people think you're nice." And I'm like, what? <laughs> triple six, what? Says, what's up? What's up, triple? <laughs> hey, Trip, Mandy. Uh, is she on there? Is she yeah, on the chat? Yeah. Well, Kyle is. So yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They listening? They listening? Oh, okay. Triple six says, what's up? They listening? Hey. Probably, she probably got a headache from going to the rave show last night or whatever. Oh my god, I totally went to a fucking, like, rave thing at Poor Boys. It's, like, this gay bar down here, and my friend Steven brought me, and, um, she's like, yeah, you've been in the house for weeks, get out of the house, come, and I was like, okay, and I went, and it was phenomenal. Larry Wallace says, female influences need it in a world with too much sausages. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. So you guys, so and you had linked up with uh, Inanna prior to that because the the gang shit track was actually released long before Trine. Um, you guys performed it not gathering. long before it was released Gathering. Well, that's I mean in music terms, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Well, not really, but you know, it, it was like a track that you guys did together before at least the world knew what Trine was. Um, mm-hmm. So how did you two kind of link up? How did that? And then how did it become Me and Angel? Trinity? Yeah. Angel and I met at the march. She has a picture of us there with her son, but I don't remember. And then at gathering, I was with Laura, and we were trying to go get food, and like people started noticing me. It was the Indiana gathering, and people started noticing me, and they'll start talking. And Laura was like getting annoyed by it because we couldn't do anything, you know, without me getting in conversations with people. But I'm just friendly, you know, and um. So we were trying to go get food, and we walked by this campsite next to ours, and Inanna and 
uh, one of our friends, mutual friends, was sitting with her, and um, she's like, hey, girl, Becky, whatever, come here. And Laura's like, no, come on, we're just, we, we literally just left and said we weren't going to do this, we were going to go to where I was like, I just got to go say hi real quick, you know, she's with our mutual friend, I've, I've seen this girl around, like, I'm just going to go say hi real quick. And prior to that, Laura and I were, were in my trailer, and we had taken a nap, and when I woke up, my dab pen had unrolled, and all my weed oil spilt out on my pen, of my pen, right? So I was really upset, because I didn't know where to get another fucking dab pen, at gathering, you know, it's kind of hard to find stuff there, besides, like, hard stuff sometimes, you know, it's been hard to find anything at gathering, but anyways, um, I didn't know where to get a zap in, so I go up to Anana, and she's like, she just looks at me, and she hands me two brand new weed carts in the packages, and goes, I felt like you needed these. And then you're best like, friends forever. I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, I don't really know, we just, like, randomly started talking a little bit i don't really know around what time and then like when joe and i split up i was staying just i was staying at like sarah's house in like hotels and stuff in michigan and so i didn't want to go back to maine but i didn't know if i want to stay in michigan so i didn't want to like get a place yet um and i put myself in storage and um i was like i called up angel and i was like yo and she's like come stay with me she always said i could stay with her if i ever needed a place to go so i hit her up and i was like can i come stay with you and i did <laughs> i stayed till gathering and we've just been besties ever since we just feels like it just feels like one of those relationships where you've known that person for years and years and years like you you, you go way back old old souls you know what i mean hell yeah that's the shit so the the the, the debut uh, I don't know. I don't know what you want to say, or what you don't want to say, but I'm gonna call it the first EP from the new group Trine. It's available now. It just came out less than a month ago. Two twenty two twenty two is the name of it because it came out on two twenty two twenty two. So we'll never forget. That's right. Um, you can you can you can uh, find it on social uh, streaming platforms, and it's really difficult to find. If you type Blase Rosen, you're not going to find it. No, you should be able to find it now. It's trying with a one. It is trying. Trying instead of an I. It's a one. T R one N E. T R one N E. Yeah, so it should be easier because before it was like Roxy had put it as the XXX, the the Roman numeral ones, and. Uh, we didn't realize that's what you were going to have to type in, so she went in and she fixed it. So it should come up if you just type in TR1NE now. So go do that. It's a banging, it's a banging EP, but it's What do you think? Short. What do you guys think? What did everybody think? I you, enjoyed give me, it. Give me, some, give me some pointers. Give me some, give me some, give me the scoop. I thought it was dope. I mean, that's not even me just gassing you up or anything like that. I'm usually pretty critical of music, and if somebody asks me, and if I don't like it, I just don't say anything usually. But I actually liked it. I enjoy Thank it. You. Rue hasn't heard it yet. Uh, I wow. think it's too short. That's my opinion. Wow, you didn't even do your homework before I came on the show? <laughs> I think it's I've been a busy man here lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he, I like it. He's, I, been, he's been going through some shit. I'm offended. We're now fighting. <gasps> big uh, Rue and Be- Becky and Rue are beefing. Uh, it's the big blast. They are boxing <gasps> at gathering. Uh-oh. There you go. I mean, I'll take it, but... <laughs> Checking on. <laughs> Gotta wear your bikini though. It was. I thought it was a nice change to to see from you, like uh, and you know everybody else on on the project as well. I thought it was a nice change of pace, you know, because I'm I've only mm-hmm. been exposed to the Blase, um, 
I don't know what that noise what was. was that? I have no idea what that noise was. Um, what? There was some we, we, heard, noise. we heard some kind of noise come through our what system. What are you doing over weird. there? Um, no, oh. I thought I thought it was a, a real nice change of pace because it was a different side of you that you know we didn't get exposed to on you know the Blase Rose stuff. So I thought it was pretty dope, you know, because it was definitely a little bit harder hitting, in my opinion. We got strong arms. We got dancing emojis. We got fire emojis. People like it. It's dope. Yeah. I, I haven't. I honestly haven't. Like normally, like you, we talk. Obviously, you talked about all the uh, the the shit thrown at you. Uh, you know, emotionally, when when Broken came out, I haven't uh-huh. seen one bad thing about this project at all. I haven't either. <clears throat> Nothing like. I, oh, it's all over Fago Lovers. There's like 63 comments. Everyone's just dogging it. But Fago that's, Lovers that's, comment that's section just, is always fucking. They just that doesn't don't count, count anymore. They just I don't, don't count think they allow positive comments people. over there. They don't. It's the same people. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a rule. The like all not yeah. real people. It's like all one person with multiple accounts. I don't know, Will FM. Uh, Will FM wants to know, are we getting any more Blase Rose or Trine from here on out? Or is it just Trine? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get Trine. I'm sure we'll come out with solo stuff. I mean, Blase Rose is not, not, you know, not dead. Um, still me. But, no, are uh, you sticking the, the name? I know, I know you have talked thing, about... You know? So are you Tippy in, in Trine or are you Blase? Or, yeah, I'm Tippy. Or does it matter? Or, you know, they, they refer to oh, me man. as Blase still. It's not like... Not like fucking science. <laughs> I'm actually downloading it. Right you know, now, so we just do what we want. But yeah, actually, um, download Speaking of trying, we are we are working on an album right now. We're going to be coming out with an album. We haven't made a date, but it's going to be you know probably June, July. Um, it's going to be like ten plus songs. Okay. Um, the three of us trying. Um, we might have a solo track each on there. Not sure if we're gonna do those separate as singles or not yet. Just um, in time for a summer music festival. We're juggling. And then now. my birthday is on the thirtieth, and on the twenty eighth, happy birthday. We are all f- from Kentucky, West Virginia, and Louisiana, flying to Detroit to film a music video for Boss Bitches. Ooh, oh shit! First ever try oh, music, music video, video coming, coming soon. soon. Try oh. music video. Oh, shit. Boss bitches. And don't forget, we got merch and stuff. You can go to trine.com. T-R-O-N-E.com? I don't know. <laughs> T-R-I-N-E. I don't find it. Know. Find it. There's merch. One big That's a good one. idea. Let's see what I found. He just, what you said, Blase's not dead. Not dead should be the name of the Blase Rose album. <laughs> <There you laughs> I'm not dead. Not I ain't dead. dead. Not dead yet. Hey, Pasta said he I'm still alive. Blase and Snow the Product collab. That'd be dope. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm not dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead inside. One big room. Yes, those dead bitches. Fuck yeah, man! I love it, but I, I'm I love the record, and I'm just hyped for new Blase music uh, in general because this. Now is he wanna fuck because I'm a rich bitch. Said I'm number one on his wish list, but you better get this. I am not a side bitch or his mistress. I'm a fucking gift bitch. You can call me Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, Christmas. Merry well, Christmas. Well, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy Christmas. <laughs> We have to make a post that says "Happy Merry Happy, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas in uh, yeah. sixteen days." Oh, <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited for this music video. It's the first one I've done in a while. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm I'm hoping 
with with getting in studio with the girls and recording the trying music and doing music videos it'll get your artistic juices flowing again and we don't have to wait another 10 years oh it has been i can't wait till you guys hear some of this stuff here you want to hear a little sample of something new absolutely all right here don't tell the girls all right okay well, hold on let me find it sh- everybody sh- sh- don't tell sure. Hold on. Hold on, let me find the right song. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. My bad. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. I'm new at this. <laughs> Alright. Oh, hold on. I gotta turn you guys down first in the background. Ah, that's it. Thank you. Let's uh, pause this. There we go. Alright, here we go. Ready? Yes. Go. Hold on. Ready? Okay. Tell me if you can hear it. Ready? Okay. There you go. All right. That was it. That's, That's what it. we got. Dang. That's what you get. It's a, it took you longer to set that up. <laughs> just, just rap for us. Just rap. Just. <laughs> I was getting flashbacks of when we had uh, what's his name on. He's like, well, he's like putting all the fucking oh, tracks. Fucking up. Danny K. Yeah, Dan. I was getting flashbacks. Well, I gotta find the track. Here's the tape, and I. Just- <laughs> oh my god, that shit was crazy. You want to go way back? You want to go way Shout back? out to Danny K. Yeah. That shit was fire. Let's see, maybe I got something in here that I'm not using that I can rap to you guys. Let me see. Got this. Uh, right. This one was this Ooh. one was called Eat It. This actually has a line. This The bar at the end was to this to Roxy. <laughs> Alright, ready? Yes. Go. Alright, they say I don't rap, but other people do it for me. Well, I'ma call their bluff, yeah, they're making up stories. I write my own shit every day, all day, and they can suck my fat dick till they blew in the face. They try to make me fail with their stale ass comments, but for real, they look like bitches. It's a pretty little bonnet to consume with the others, to be honest. But I'll never buckle under pressure, that's a promise. And I ain't never fucking leaving, now I'm here to stay. And all the fucking haters better move about my way. Before I make you eat up all your words like a souffle You chose to pick a game that you do not know how to play And I am not your base, I'll shut your lips before you speak it Wrote a diss track, give a fuck, you can keep it Never wrote one back, just assumed I would've freaked it Why no one know your name, bitch? Is it a secret? Ooh, shit Tell them Get them Get them, hell yeah, that's what's up Um... Well, that's the shit, man. I'm so hyped. Blase Rose is back. 2022. The new EP from Trying is out now. More new music coming. Music videos. Live performances, possibly. Hopefully, Trying will get on the road. Gatherings coming up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this go-around is going to be a lot better than the first go-around. Fuck yeah, man. Like, I'm you know, for, for you, like, in your personal life and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't imagine we, yeah. as much chaos. When we had her on at Christmas, we didn't ask the question we asked everybody, did we? we? I don't think we did. All right. Well, I got one more question for you because, we unfortunately, we're super running out of time. Uh, but. We asked all of our guests the same shit. I don't think we asked you at Christmas because it was just kind of a fun thing. I can't thing. remember the last time. If we did, maybe we did. I don't know. But uh, essentially, you got three three records you could not live without. Maybe they inspire you as an artist. They inspire you as a person. Maybe it's the one you listen to in your car when you're crying. The one you punch the wall to. The one that you scream to, to, to let loose. Whatever three of them? Three albums three. you could not live without. Oh, uh, let's see. Um... 
Um, um, oh God, really? We we don't even have time right now. I got to come up with these on the spot. Yes, yeah, that's the whole three, point. Yeah, she's trying to keep the time. fucking three. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, I might be able to give you one. Jesus. I'll give you Cage, Kill the Architect. Dope. Um, shit, I've never, I haven't really been obsessed doesn't have to be Which right now, music. just your whole life. Oh, in my whole life? Yeah, Cage, Kill the Architect, in my whole life. Um, I never really listened to full albums. I always just listened to songs. Well, what's the, what's but the song? But Cage is like the only artist that I've ever... Cage and ICP are like the only artists that I've actually listened to full albums on. What's the song then? Something's coming to your head. Something came to your head immediately. What is it? No, nothing's coming my head immediately. Fucking insane. Everything on Kill the Architect. Everything that Cage does. Kill the Architect. Um, Fuck this game. You were the shit. Um, Precipice. Um, Let's see. I always loved the Cisco song and, and the... Dancing Queen. That was always one of my ones as a little kid. So that's my little kid one. That's my little kid one. Fuck yeah. That's my kid age one. Hell yeah. A couple years ago would be Cage, Kill the Architect album. Um, And then now would probably be fucking like Doja Cat. Anything but Doja Cat right now. What does Doja Cat cover Dancing Queen? I go, Moo. Did she really? No, I don't. I'm no. saying what if. <laughs> oh my god, fuck you. I was about to go look it up right now. She's too busy doing contractual obligation posts for Taco Bell. There you go. Hell yeah. Well, uh, Bex, unfortunately, we're, we're Everybody we're that needs to go listen to Cage right now. I'm going to put it I'm going to put it at kill. After you listen to Trine. Arche- How do you spell architect? Arche- yeah. September. 14. A R C H I T E C T architect? Yeah, I don't know. That looks right. <laughs> Didn't Dancing Queen cover Doja Cat? They may have. <laughs> they may have. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Blase Rose in the chat. Didn't Dancing Queen cover Doja Cat? What's up, Blase Rose in the chat? Yes, actually. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us again. Hopefully. I know you guys. You said you guys are working on a new project, so next time we'll have to have uh, we'll have to get to know the rest of the crew, man. Roxy and uh, yeah, I would love for you Nama. to have them on next time. You should, yeah, I would love for the the three of us to be on, but it's hard to control us all. We all be yelling. <laughs> well, we'll have to have to you start. don't you don't say. We'll have to start earlier next time, and hopefully you guys don't just like attack us. That's, yeah. that's really yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll print out the Jerry Springer script for next time. Nice and shit. Hell yeah. But yeah, it was uh, cool. it was an informative evening. Hopefully, people uh, enjoy it, and uh, I can't wait to see what happens next in the in the Blase Rose journey. The Blase. Of positivity, the Blase Saga. Well, the end of the Blase Rose Saga will end up with me dying someday, whether it be of old age or something else. No, it won't. We haven't gotten that part of the story. will continue. We haven't gotten to that part of the story. How it ends for everybody. Wicked roses never die. There That's you right. go. Takes three years for a lotus <laughs> to bloom or whatever. Yeah, I love you <laughs> whatever Blase said. <laughs> whatever, whatever that was. <laughs> Happy birthday, Merry Christmas! Happy birthday, Christmas! 
All right, y'all. If you guys are tuned in next Thank week on the show, guys. we got the homie B Vine from Shrunken Head Entertainment. He's going to be kicking with us. Uh, just so you guys know, because uh, I like to tell you who we have next. And uh, yeah, we're literally out of time. So we're much love to Blase. Much love to everybody that tuned in. I hope you guys enjoyed much it. Much love. Uh, any last words? Any shout outs? Anything that uh, we didn't get? To? I know we got to a lot, but we missed a lot. Anything you wanted to say that we didn't get to or, or shout outs or anything like that? No, I think we covered it. I'm not even going to have to go see my therapist this week. There you go. I that's did feel like it was a we were, we had a couch in here. You know, that's what like, we're here like for. A therapy man. session. That's oh yeah, you're welcome. Not that kind of couch, though. You know. No, no, not the casting couch. <laughs> that's date two. <laughs> this is date two. <laughs> this is date two. This is date two. Fuck this is it. <sighs> All right, we'll see you in a little bit. All right. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Good night, everybody that. else. Hell yeah. Uh, much love, Blase, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Alright. Alright. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Boss bitch shit. Boss bitch shit. Yeah. 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 The unholy trinity, twine, boss bitch shit, boss bitches, real bitches in the scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say what I want, uh, I say how I feel, uh, I get what I want, I'm not sorry that I'm real, I smell like Chanel, and I carry myself well, I had to rebel and go and raise my pedestal, no I, no, I won't settle, I send up to my level, I excel at all my spells, I am a she devil, uh, I am the goddess Inanna, your men ain't telling me nothing, I put the dumb hurry on, and I just came out in Versace, he was getting sloppy, Ew. so I had to drop him, y'all I put the crown on my own head, I'm the one who taught me, tight grip on the super soaker, and to come equipped with the nuclear grip, do you drop a fast Cause we might have to dip And we don't need to split the ticket You can leave the tip Not sure why you trying to fuck me When I'm too bad to a bitch My money moves are so legit I got looks to hit You know that I got best to get She a boss bitch Ain't no stopping her Top shelf bitch Can't nobody talk to her When it comes to the money Yeah, she brought it up She had a man who was a shit So she gave him up, yeah She a boss bitch Ain't no stopping her Top shelf bitch Can't nobody talk to her When it comes to the money Yeah, she brought it up She had a man who was so she gave him up, yeah. I am not the one, so don't test me. Bless me. Rolling with the crew, we so dressy. Sexy. Starting with the bestie. Pocket so hefty. Trip to the Bahamas, then I'm cruising on a jet ski. You, you can call me queen because I'm royal. T. Claiming both sides, where's the loyal? T. Make us spoil. Me. Got an ass so fat. Bend over, bring it back. Tell your boy to eat that. Bitch, bitch you better know now you're fucking with the baddest. I could go Counting all this money, yeah, I'm rolling in the cabbage Got a first class flight, bring the Louis V baggage Now we wanna fuck cause I'm a rich bitch Said I'm number one on his wish list Bitch, you better get this I am not a side bitch or his mistress I'm a fucking gift bitch, you can call me Christmas Damn! She a boss bitch, ain't no stopping her Top shelf bitch, can't nobody talk to her When it comes to the money, yeah, she found it up She had a man who was a shit, so she gave him up, yeah She a boss bitch, ain't no stopping her Top shelf bitch, can't nobody talk to her When it comes to the money, yeah, she brought it up She had a man who was a shit, so she gave him up, yeah She a boss bitch, ain't no stopping her
takes, whatever it takes to numb the pain. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes to numb the pain. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes to numb the pain. To be human is to know suffering, to breathe. It's to feel the painful sting of misery. Pondering, does existence mean nothing? Why do human beings believe that anything is meant to be? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. 